KISS 92.5 Studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. If someone refers to you as a six, is that an insult or a compliment? Uh, it's got to be out of 10, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think if it's out of 20, then... Okay, yeah. If it's, if, it's, if, somebody, if it's out of 10, it's always out of 10. But if somebody refers to you as a six, is that an insult or a compliment? It's above half. Yeah, I think it's pity, though. You think so, huh? Yeah. So you think if somebody says you're a six, a they actually think that you're lower than a six. They just give you the six. So they, they asked a bunch of guys. They didn't ask women this, but they asked a bunch of guys to rate themselves. And most men gave themselves a 5'9". Oh, okay. Uh, most people thought they were taller, had better abs, better teeth, better hair, all this stuff. But but like six was the sort of the, the number one answer when they talked to guys. Maury, yeah. who's a 10? So give us, I want your opinion on that. Who, who is a 10? Okay, Anthony from Queer Eye. He's a 10. Kieran okay. Culkin. Kieran Culkin is because a 10. I oh. binged Succession and I found him really hot. <laughs> That guy's disgusting. Yeah, he's the worst on that show. <laughs> he's horrible. I know, but I'm very attracted to horrible. <laughs> oh my wow. god. Okay, okay. so Reggie so. Jean Page. Okay. Oh, Bridgerton. Yeah. yeah Bridgerton. Yeah. Harry Styles. Sean Mendez. Jake Gyllenhaal. You got a type, huh? Wow. Yeah. But yeah. This is this is Zac Efron's last year of being a ten. Oh, and oh, okay. So and what you know, you never mentioned um, uh, Channing Tatum. And no. he used to be on your list. No, 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 no. Times have moved on. Timothy Chalamet, Dave Franco. Oh, wow. You're, Maury's getting older. He's picking them younger <laughs> now. Know. You notice this? You notice that? Uh-huh. Maury's list now, they're all like, not one of them is in their 30s. <laughs> um, Meanwhile. Yeah. They're like 50s knocking at your door. Uh, okay. Okay. Maury. Maury, what are what are, what would you so according to this list, most men say that they are a six. What yeah. do you, what would you say you are right now? Seven point five. Seven five. <laughs> I lost two pounds, yo. Maury, I think like even like I think that not at, even I, a four. I think at like if you want to go high, I think like at best you're like a Winnipeg gas station six point five. Oh my god! <laughs> like at best. Oh At my best. God, that is, that's <laughs> not bad. Even. Not even. Not even. Okay, so, but, uh, wow. so here's the thing. So, okay, so Mocha, if you had to say out of 10, you would say you're a one. Like a seven. Like a seven. Yeah. Yeah. I could say Anything you're insecure about, because that's one of the things that they talked about on this, is that uh, they, they talked about things that, uh, like height, um, hair, abs no, no. being ripped and teeth oh, are yeah. all the things that that men sort of this is where they land on six yeah i wish i had straighter teeth and i definitely wish i was straighter ripped. teeth uh-huh you, like so my, how, my bottom teeth are crooked oh who cares about the bottom ones the lip covers those oh you only okay. need to fix the top one i wish right, i so, had less hairy ears you wish you had less hairy ears <laughs> Most, I thought you were gonna say you wish you had uh, more of a hairy head. Okay, how, how, how much? How much? How much? <laughs> does this, how much does this say about more? Right, the man has like he's he's almost fifty and he's already got ear hair, but he still says he's a seven five. I lost two pounds. Right? And, you think you, and, you think, and you think it's cuffing season for Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> <laughs> no way. 
The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I don't know if you saw when Wendy's was trending yesterday, Roz. This is hilarious. Uh, so Wendy's, you, like the... Like the burger joint, Wendy's. Um, so yesterday juicy. was National Roast Day. Like roast is in roast beef, roast pork, or roast is in tell a joke about somebody? Tell a joke. Like, gotcha. Boom, roasted. Boom, roasted. Gotcha. So Wendy's <laughs> went out there and like trolled everybody, right? And said, it's National Roast Day. Drop the roast me below. Oh, and don't forget to get a free medium fries or purchase in, uh, using our app, right? Yeah. Got to do something with all that salt. So then companies started replying, and I'm sure instantly regretted. Okay. Uh, replying to Wendy's. So Oreo Cookies tweeted at Wendy's, roast me. Wendy's replied, when adding milk makes you taste better, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Roasted. <laughs> you know the wiener company, Oscar Mayer? Yeah. So they tweeted, slowly raise his hand. <laughs> Wendy's immediately got back to them. The hot dog you have to hide in mac and cheese for even children to eat. Boom. Roasted. <laughs> Mike's Hard Lemonade said, roast me, Wendy. Wendy's replied, still the worst tasting yellow liquid. Boom. Roasted. <laughs> Uh, Bush beer. Oh, no. <laughs> Roast us, Miss Wendy. Wendy said, you're what parents give their kids to keep them from drinking. <laughs> Boom. Roasted. <laughs> uh, you know the company Oculus? The, the, yeah, they make the VR headsets? Sure, yeah. Uh, Oculus said to Wendy's, your salt can't reach us in VR. Roast away. Wendy's replied, I don't need a $300 headset to help me run into my furniture. <laughs> Boom. Roasted. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so funny. Um, do you know who the uh, the comedian duo uh, Rhett and Link are? No. They have a big YouTube channel. No. Uh, like millions of followers. Okay. So they said, uh, they said, roast us. And Wendy's replied to them, your hair got better, but your content didn't. Oh, Boom, roasted. <laughs> wow. So that's, what, that's what Wendy's did for National wow. Roast Day yesterday. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, one thing you may not know is that Dammit Mori, producer of the Roz and Mocha Show, also reads a lot of the commercials that you hear uh, that run during the Roz and Mocha Show. Yeah. And Mori is not the, uh, <laughs> the strongest as strong as anything well no it's reading is like there's there's two factors in this one um maury sort of like reading something without having sat with it for a long time but also a lot of times it's the speed in which he needs to ram uh an incredible amount of words into a very short period of time right correct that that usually plays a huge factor and then when maury starts breaking down right like when the foundation oh of his what professionalism starts to crumble there's just no stopping it and there's no and it takes a long time to get back <laughs> right to starting starting position right yeah so we have another one uh for you typically these sessions with producers uh like five ten minutes are allocated. Is that what they're supposed to be right like five ten minutes yeah, yeah. for um, like a what like a 30 second commercial yeah, yeah. And Maury's sessions are now cracking like 35 minutes oh, because once he starts geez. screwing up 
he gets in his own head. I know. And he just keeps screwing up, screwing up, screwing up. So we have, before we get to the new one, we have uh, countless examples of All previous right. times Maury has tried to read a commercial and gets tripped up on a phrase or a word and then just can't Come get back. his composure back. Like that time he did um, a commercial for a car dealership. No, this is not a curling commercial, but you really do need to hurry into Dixie Mitsubishi to... No, this is not a curling commercial, but you really do need to hurry into Dixie Mitsubishi to... Mitz. Mitz, Mitz, Mitz. Like mitts on your... Mitts on your arm. Mitts on your arm. Just this past summer, to celebrate, to celebrate pride and yeah. like a virtual pride event that was being... Hang on, I'm going to need a drink for this. There we go. That was taking place. Yeah. Um, this one was very... I think this was one of Damon Moore's longest sessions. Pride Month is on now. Showcasing more than 130 2SBGLT... <laughs> more Come than on. 130... 2SLBT... BTL... 2SLB... Oh, man. Artists, collectives, <laughs> community, committee, commu community, committee... Community collective, community collective, <laughs> collective community, collective community committee, plus artist collective community committee. <laughs> uh, and that one time, um, Moore was doing like a, a beer commercial for like a local brewery, yeah. and he couldn't say the word brewery. Right. A microbrewery, a microbrewery, microbrewery. <laughs> micro brewery, a micro brewery with it. <laughs> it's not right. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you sound like you almost have the voice of, like, the guy who makes all the cool gadgets for a spy, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so the latest one we have for you is uh, over the holidays, Maury's uh, commercial is talking about maybe you want to purchase and add to your portfolio yes. uh, Israel bonds. Right. Right? Who doesn't? This Hanukkah, give Israel bonds as Hanukkah. This Hanukkah, give Israel bonds as Hanukkah. <clears throat> this Hanukkah, give Israel bonds as Hanukkah. <laughs> Israel bonds are sold in Can. Read at faster speed. Israel bonds are sold in Canada by Can. Israel bonds are sold in Canada by Canada. Israel bonds. Israel bonds. Registered exempt. A registered. A registered. A registered exempt market dealer. Israel bonds are sold in Canada by Canada Israel Securities Limited, a registered exempt market dealer. Wow. Hey. You really had to yeah. like. Yeah. Come here for a second, Maury. Yeah. Like, this part here, I know exactly what you're saying. This Hanukkah. Yeah. Give I've, Israel bonds I've as never Hanukkah. Heard somebody this say Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Give Israel bonds as Hanukkah. <laughs> Is that like this Hanukkah? Give Israel bonds as Hanukkah. <laughs> I've never heard it said. I've heard Hanukkah, but I've never heard Hanukkah. <laughs> I don't think it was supposed to be. Is, am way. I wrong or are you wrong? Hanukkah. Hanukkah? <laughs> this Hanukkah. Yeah. <laughs> Say it again. Say, is it? I don't know if I can. Is it, is it Hanukkah? Like, Hanukkah. 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 <laughs> like, I, I've like, never. I like, mean, I know I haven't been to synagogue Hanukkah. in a while. This Hanukkah. Hanukkah. <laughs> like, like, now, did you just throw that in to like let people know that you are, you know, they specifically, they specifically booked me so I can go ha. Huh. Oh, really? No one else was going ha, huh, so I need. They needed a good ha. Huh. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. yeah. They, they need a ha, huh, and they got this. Huh. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. 
I don't know what this means, but there's a list of the most pirated shows. What does that mean? Pirated hmm? shows. I don't know what that means. Like shows about pirates? I think maybe. I don't know. Like Pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> okay. Now that we got that stuff out of the way. Uh, so these are the shows that people are stealing. Oh. Um, and uh, sort of like the, the normal, there's a lot of shows on here that you would think because they're just subscription based and a lot oh. of, and, and so yeah. I don't know what the actual amounts, like how much people, like, is there price, what's the price difference between like Netflix and Disney Plus? Is there one? Does anybody know this? I don't even know. I know Disney Plus just. I don't mean to, the, I don't mean to sound like the mayor when I throw my money around and all this stuff, but I just like throw my money around. And I just Disney pay Plus for, for the. I always pay like a year in advance. That's, oh, okay, you do that. Right? Huh? So Disney right now is like one thirty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so here are the most pirated shows because a lot of them are on Disney. So I'm wondering if people just don't have Disney. Oh, that could be. Uh, uh, Wheel of Time, Arcane. I don't know what that is. Uh, Rick and Morty at number eight. Foundation. At uh, number seven, I don't know what that is. What if? Oh, that's on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Hawkeye, Marvel. not what? hot guy. Hawkeye, Hawkeye, yeah, Hawkeye. Awesome, by the way. Yeah, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. The Witcher, yeah, on Netflix. Oh, Lo- that's with um. Oh my God, what's his Superman. name? Superman. Yeah, Henry Cavill. That's it. Yeah, uh, Loki and uh, Wandavision. Number one. Hey, when that? Do you watch Yellow Jackets? You watching this show? No, I don't. God. Shem loves that show. I think Shem was Bro, the one that told us about it. I'm telling you, man. Are you all caught up now, Shem? If they don't start eating people, I'm done, man. What? How many seasons okay, are they okay, in? Okay, let me. They're just. And what do you mean? What okay. are you talking about? Okay, so do you, do you know what the premise of Yellow Jackets is? Premise about a plane okay. crash, right? So, uh, uh, high school girls soccer team mm-hmm. going to a big state champion game, oh, right? Yeah. Their Great. plane goes down in the forest. Oh. Okay, and then before they, or after the game. On their way to the game. On their way. Okay. On their way to the game. Oh, didn't get the okay. So their plane goes down the forest. A couple people die, everything else. So the way that the show works is that it happens then in like the 90s. It's like 96, 97 when the plane goes down. Okay. And then it shows the, the women that survived present day played by different actors who oh. are all still dealing with everything that went on that they were swore secrecy to each other about what okay. went on in that so forest. So then. Okay? Spoiler alert. We don't. Yeah. But the show starts out. And you like they they set it up as these girls go bonkers in the forest and they start wearing like animal skins and make crowns and they eat each other. What? Okay. To survive. Okay. So that's how they set this show up. And I'm nine episodes in. Oh, nine episodes. Yeah. Okay. Nobody's eaten anyone yet. Like, I'm sorry. I guess the animals that they kill. Yeah. They're just grubs and everything else. Okay. But if you set up a show mm-hmm. on episode one, within the first 10 minutes of episode one, where people go nuts in the forest and they start eating eating people, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You have to deliver way sooner than episode nine. Like because, people. Because right now, I'm nine episodes in and I'm like, nothing's happened. It's driving me crazy. AKA, it's AKA driving they haven't me nuts. eaten enough of each other. Eat people. Okay. Right? Thank sure. you, Shem. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Not enough. Not enough. Yeah. I don't know if I can not, do that, guys. I'm telling you, because you know what's driving me nuts is what? I'm I'm now starting to think that they're going to hold off on all the real eating until season two. That they set up this, yeah, please, bro. Okay. So what are they surviving on now? Well, they all got high last night on magic mushrooms and Pruno. Um, Pruno? Yeah. What's that? Like like homemade like toilet wine, like you make in prison. Like oh, they, no. they fermented berries and they all got drunk on that. Okay. Right? And then they started chasing this one guy because they thought he was a deer and then they tried to kill him. Uh-huh. They almost 
Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't. I want, I want like, cut people up, bury them in the snow, preserve the meat, and go back to it when you're peckish, right? That's what I need, <laughs> right? <laughs> little midnight snack. Like, yeah. Wake up at 3 a.m. Oh, yes. still stranded. But yellow jack. But anyway. Might as well snack on an arm. If, if you have, but, but anyway, if, if, if you're at all confused, like, I would recommend the show, oh, okay? That's great, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. All right, ready, guys? Yes, sir. Here we go. Yes, sir. Well, it's like charades, but only using the mouth. Oh, That's all God. you get to figure it out. It's a little bit tricky without a doubt. If you didn't know, now you know what it's about. It's time to play Mouse Charades. The best game you've ever played. It's time to play Mouse Charades. If you can figure it out, then you've got it made. It's very bar mitzvah, our theme song for Mouse Charades. I love it. I love it. Uh, if this is your first time... Hearing how we play mouth charades. Um, it's mouth really charades, easy, by the way. My God, it's the it's well, is it though? Not for you. Uh, mouth charades is just it's basically charades. Only uh, instead of using your body, uh, Maury is going to be giving the clues. Mocha and I will be going head to head as we always do. Uh, not allowed to pantomime, use your hands, any sort of gestures. It's just sounds. The clues will be given by just sounds that Maury is able to make with his mouth. And so no clapping, no anything else. I either. learned French for head to head is Teddy Ted. Teddy Ted, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. uh, yeah. Teddy Ted. Teddy Ted. What does that have to do yeah. with this? Because he I said um, head yeah. to head. Yeah, yeah. Teddy Ted. <laughs> we are going um, Teddy Ted. Okay. Uh, so uh, I, I hate the game because I I think that the I'm convinced that the fix is on between you and Damon Mori, no, but we, we will leave we'll game. leave grievances aside. Listen, uh, new is, year, new you. <laughs> that's, thank you very much. So okay. I am yes. I've decided that I'm going to be optimistic when it comes to. Uh, mouse charades and the grievances that I have about this game and the conspiracy theories behind it that I and as well as a lot of people in the audience do share. But uh, all of that said, let's please start. Uh, Dan Mori will have 20 seconds to uh, give his clue. The 20 seconds starts with a ding. Yes. You got your 20 seconds of silence right. and then it ends with a double buzz. And okay. Roz, you're going first because losers go first. Wow. Okay. I'm ready. Ready, Mori? Yeah. That is um, like ping pong. That is water dripping. That is something clicking. That clogs. That is um, uh, um, I, Sinter Claus walking through the with the clogs on. No, that uh, it. I, I, what is that? <clears throat> walking up and down the stairs. Excuse me, walking up and down the stairs. See, okay, how long this? Here, okay. this is up. Wait. And down. Okay. My um, my optimism for mouse charades lasted all of 20 seconds. And now I'm pissed off. <laughs> that is not the sound of somebody walking up and down the stairs. Maybe next year will be your year? Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I'll save that clue for okay. that. Charades 2023. <laughs> right? Okay. Okay, go, Mocha. Eating. <laughs> Biting into an apple, a pear. It's definitely eating. Eating snow. Biting into a French fries. A chip, a potato chip. Yes, 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 yes. Don't be so excited when he gets one right. I'm excited for anyone who gets one right. Oh, my God. Eating chips? Eating chips. Really? No, no, no. Let me see. Eating chips. For God's sake, you people. 
I mean you people. Like you people as in you cheaters. <laughs> okay. She, you're on my side, Shem. I can feel it. You don't even have to say it. I can feel it. I feel you, brother. Thank you. <laughs> you ready, Maury? For anybody who's never had yeah. that said to them before, like with heart, I feel you, brother, it means a lot, just so you know. Okay? <laughs> okay. 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 I'm right, back ready? in the game. Yeah, Here we yeah. go. Here we go. You are... What are you... You are uh, scraping something. You're... You are, oh, what was that? You put something mechanical in you. What does that mean? The, what was that last sound? What was that last thing? The, that the was, zipper of when you're putting on leather pants. Oh, my God. Okay, Mocha, I yeah. guess you're ready to go. I'm ready. Feel okay. free anytime. Uh, by the way, to recap, it's one nothing me. Oh, thanks. Hey. <laughs> Did we ready need work? to recap? Yeah, just in case. Yeah? Right, yeah, ready? I'm ready, of course. <laughs> oh, God. That is uh, hitting a punching bag. That is uh, doing construction. Uh, boxing, fighting, uh, like mixed martial arts. That's got to be fist fighting. Yes. Oh shit. Yes, up. yes, 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 yes. Shut up. Was it the? Uh? Can I just? I, I need to. I need to make this. Like I, I have to say this now. Uh -huh. Okay. So, so I'm gonna. I want you to repeat two clues, more because I, I do feel that I get terrible clues from you. Okay. So please do fist fighting. <laughs> okay. That to me does sound like fist fighting. Absolutely. Now, now please do walking upstairs. That's the clue I got. Yeah. Walking upstairs. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. Okay, go. Okay. Uh, just to yeah. recap, it's 2 nothing. me. Shut up. Oh. Wow. You are uh -huh. squeezing something out of you or squeezing something in. You are... You are... You're stretching. You're stretching something. You are wow. a giraffe. You are um, stomach growling from hunger. Okay. That does not. Okay. I'm okay. with you, Roz. I okay. actually have heard Roz's stomach. I was, I was mimicking your Shut stomach. Up, leave, me, no, leave me my stomach out of this. That is okay, can not we just do the, the last one? The yes. last one now, please. Just to recap, it's 2 nothing, Mocha. I know that your score is already on the board for three, just so you know. Okay. Go ahead. Ready, Maury? Yep. Go ahead. A helicopter. A fan. Like a floor fan, a ceiling fan. Yeah! Okay, okay. What was that noise, right? I don't know. That was something dying in the ceiling fan. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Human being is okay. stuck in dying. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is, are you okay, more? Never been again. <laughs> that's, well, that's the that's the that's the sad part. So to recap, okay. uh, three nothing, Mocha. Uh, we don't need to recap. Uh, uh, congrats, uh, Mocha. Oh yeah, thanks. Uh, that is how you play mouse charades. Next everybody. year will be your year, brother. Yeah, I know. Sharad's 23, <laughs> 2023. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, anywhere you get your podcast from is where you will find the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, well over three hundred episodes available for you to listen to. If you've not yet subscribed, just search Roz and Mocha, hit subscribe. So when we release new episodes, three a week, by the way, it'll automatically download to your device and you'll also get that notification. Um, it was accidentally discovered and then shared with us that when you listen to the podcast at half speed, which I didn't even sound, know was a thing that you could do. Yeah, we sound drunk. <laughs> <laughs> 
hammered. <laughs> <laughs> and especially when you mix that with like the stupid conversations that we have on the daily anyway, right? And, and people go through now and they go through specifically looking for moments that'll sound just dynamite at, mm. uh, at half speed. Like uh, Laura Kelly, Razamoka fan, who from episode 220 submitted this to us. Uh, we were doing the Science with Maury segment. Gotcha. And the question that we asked or you asked Maury was, what is your smallest bone? <laughs> <laughs> and at half speed, that conversation sounds like this. Uh, Maury, how tiny is your smallest bone? <laughs> <laughs> this, is a, this is a trick question, right? You want me to reveal some personal information? How tiny, Maury, is your smallest bone? <laughs> like this big? Oh, one inch. <laughs> How big, Wonka? What did you say? Like this? <laughs> and Maury, you say what? One inch. One inch. An inch? Like this? Okay, so... Like this? <laughs> I know what we're drinking that day. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake. <laughs> that was from episode 220 of our podcast. So if you come across a moment in the podcast that you think would be uh, hilarious to share, just DM it to us. You <laughs> timestamp it, screen grab, record it, um, send it to us, include your name so we can give you a shout out yeah. as well. Tell us what episode number you found it on as well. Yeah. Um, but that is uh, what the, the Raza Mocha show sounds like. Stupid conversations um, at half speed. <laughs> This is, a, this is a trick question, right? You want me to reveal some personal information? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I gotta um, break down this uh, Elmo thing that uh, really took off over the weekend. Okay. So, like Elmo, Elmo from El Sesame Street. Elmo, Elmo from Sesame Street, because Dwayne the Rock Johnson got involved. Okay. Okay. So these were clips. This is something that started on Sesame Street in I think like 1999, and what? continued on until 2004. But it just sort of all resurfaced now, which is Elmo's feud with a rock. So basically, on Sesame Street, Elmo's friend Zoe mm -hmm. and really everybody else on Sesame Street spent a lot of years gaslighting Elmo that Zoe's pet rock was real and could do things. And like everybody talks to the rock like it's a real thing. Yeah. And Elmo is so frustrated by this because Elmo was like, that's just a dumb rock. So here, play clip number one. This is the introduction from years ago when Zoe, who's Elmo's best friend, uh -huh. uh, introduces Elmo to their new friend, which is literally a rock in Zoe's hand. Right here. See? 
He's my new best friend, Rocco. But Zoe, it's a rock. Yeah, Zoe. <laughs> so it's a rock. Yeah, and he's going to play with us today. <laughs> it's a rock, Zoe. Yeah. Zoe, Zoe can't have a friend that's a rock. <laughs> oh, Zoe. look what you did, Elmo. You made Rocco sad. Huh? Elmo doesn't believe this. <laughs> Zoe. Hey, Zoe. Hey, Elmo. Okay. Tina, 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 you forgot to say hello to Rocco. Uh, Rocco? Yeah. See, he's my new friend. Oh, hi, Rocco. Rocco says, hello, Dina. <laughs> Okay, so then they all get up and they do, they decide to, okay, let's sing the alphabet now, right? Yeah. And then, so they're jumping up and down while singing the alphabet. Uh And again, they're gaslighting Elmo where everybody is like pretending that this rock is a real person and it starts to drive Elmo crazy. <laughs> okay, so then there was uh, uh, one where um, I think Elmo may have wanted to try to kill Rocco. So oh, they're wow. sitting in front of a fish tank, and they have these tubes with things floating on them. Yeah. And Zoe asks if Rocco could float. Maybe Rocco can use one of those tubes to float like baby David. Well, Elmo doesn't think so. Elmo thinks Rocco would fall right through the center of the tubes. Mm. Well... I guess Rocco will never be able to float. Oh, well, too bad. Bye, Rocco. Oh, okay. <laughs> right? Savage. Okay. And so this is the one that went by. This is the one that Dwayne The Rock Johnson got involved in. So this was Elmo's breaking point when it came to um, people making him feel crazy over him and The Rock. So this is when Zoe, Zoe and... Um, this is Zoe and Elmo and The Rock, um, and somebody gives a cookie to uh, The Rock, and it really. This is the one that sends Elmo completely over the edge. That's Elmo's favorite. Mm-hmm. Oh, Gabby, can Elmo have an oatmeal raisin cookie instead, please? Oh, gee, Elmo, that was my last one. Oh. No, 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 wait, wait, Elmo. What? Rocco says that he wants the oatmeal raisin cookie. Rocco? Rocco's a rock, Zoe! Rocco oh, won't no. know the difference! Yes, he will. He, he, you can't have that cookie, Elmo. Rocco wants to eat it. How? How is Rocco going to eat that cookie, Zoe? Tell Elmo. Rocco doesn't even have a mouth. Rocco's oh, no. just a rock. Rocco's not a mouth. Oh my! <laughs> okay, so then Elmo had to Whoa. tweet. So again, this all happened in twenty in two thousand four, right? Yeah. So over the weekend, Elmo tweeted this: "Don't worry, everybody. Elmo and Zoe practice sharing and are still buds forever. Elmo loves you, Zoe. Ha ha ha! 
Elmo doesn't want to talk about Rocco. <laughs> right? Yeah. So then Dwayne The Rock Johnson got involved, and then he tweeted, uh, and he goes, uh, yes, my friend, The Rock devours cookies, all kinds of cookies. I'll introduce you to cheat meals, and I'll change your life. Tell Cookie Monster to move over, because I'm coming to Sesame Street to kick ass and eat cookies, and I'm all out of cookies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I'm reading a story about this guy they gave a pig heart to. Dude, did you see this? I was literally just reading the same story. Because, this is nuts. Because I had thought, because you you always, you would always hear these stories talking about somebody got like a pig heart, but really what it was was a valve, right? Huh. Because they've been doing valve work for a long time. But I guess this guy is 57 from down in the States, is recovering well after an organ transplant using a pig heart. David Bennett was suffering from terminal heart disease and had to have surgery to save his life. Uh, he said that he knew it was a shot in the dark, but it was his last choice. University of Maryland uh, Medicine says that uh, his medical history, which I don't know what this is, made him ineligible for human heart or a heart pump. What the hell makes you as a human ineligible for a human heart? Maybe they, whatever his condition was, maybe they knew that receiving oh, maybe they heart. just said it was like you're wasting a heart <laughs> right wasting we're a not, perfectly good heart we're not gonna give you a perfectly yeah. good heart that could last you in somebody go for it. years and years you gotta have a pig heart mm -hmm. just uh, in case but the fda gave emergency authorization for the surgery i guess this was on new year's eve and um they had to remove like three genes from the donor heart, I like that they call it a donor heart, from the pig heart that are responsible for rejection. So they had to take out the things that would <laughs> not turn him into a pig. But, they, but, but like, the, like once, the, things, the things that make it... Once connected, yeah, would be like... Problematic. Ah, we yeah, we don't belong here. Thank you, right? Yeah. What is this? Put me back on my pig. <laughs> Thumbs? What the hell? Uh, that's wild, like though, man. Like a little curly tail? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. That's this, crazy to this me. Is, this is insane. But I mean, if it works, then sure. My God, the works. medical community will. Do you think that the? Do you think that the, the pig, like when it's from a pig, right? Because if you're a human and you sign like a donor card, you're all registered and everything else, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you get into a horrific car accident and then they look and they're like, yeah, this guy's signed up. We can, you know, see what we can do with his organs and harvest them and do some good in the world. Yeah. Do you think with the pig, they like... Asked? Yeah. Like, no, no. Do you think like the pig passed away or do you think they passed away a pig? Great question. <laughs> Because that heart would have to be in, in primo condition, like immaculate. Yeah, I think the humans made the decision for the pig. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So do I. Yeah, I think so too. I don't think. Yeah, it's and listen, way... don't get me wrong. We make a lot of decisions on behalf of the pig. Of course, of okay, course. Okay. At bacon on the weekend. Like, thank you. Thank you, yeah. pig. We make a lot of decisions on behalf of the pig. Yes. But I'm just like, did they? Because when it's a donor heart, right? Like. It's you, you assume that it's from something that has passed. Sure. But I think they passed the pig. Oh, yeah.
Right? That was a healthy that pig. Was, it had to have been the most healthy pig. That was like the LeBron James of pigs. Yeah, like it had to have been, right? Right? They had that thing doing laps, calisthenics. Yes. Everything. Yes. Working that cardio, get that heart strong. Yeah, probably had like a mustache too, right? <laughs> like just like a stud, like a stud of a pig. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, king pig. Man. <laughs> Well, anyway, good for this guy. I mean, listen, if you can if you can use a, a pig heart to save a person, you use a pig heart to save a person. But this is incredible. I've never heard of such a thing. Yeah. A and this full, happened. A full pig heart transplant. This happened on uh, on Friday. The, yeah. Uh, the surgery happened on Friday. Seven hours it took for them to do. That the, doesn't seem that long for me. The transplant. Really? No, that seems short. That's a full day's work. Yeah, I, I I know, but just under a full day's work. Jesus, like my God, like sometimes it'll take me an hour to put my makeup on. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> like <laughs> seven hours to put a pig heart in a human doesn't seem that bad. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Laura, hello, it's Roz and Mocha. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you guys? Good, good, good. What's going on? What's on your mind? Um, well, my roommate has decided to move out without talking to me first. Um, and this is a big move out because it's our... Our building's being torn down. Ooh. So he's... He's wow. moving out before we're supposed to. So you wrote us this, uh, Hey, Razamoka, fix my life. I'm upset with my roommate about the decision he made without me on moving out, as you just said, and I need advice on how to have a conversation with him about it. So explain the situation. You guys are living in a building that's about to be torn down? Yeah, I've lived here for three and a half years. When I moved in, I knew we were on borrowed time, but I knew it was going to be a few years. I've had a few roommates since being here. He's, I think, my fifth or sixth roommate. Mm-hmm. And um, we found out it's going to be torn down at the end of April, back in August. Mm-hmm. And we discussed moving out together to a new place back in, I think it was beginning of December. And then I just found out from my subletter last week that he's moving out end of February, which means I have to as well, unless I want to take double the rent. So, mm-hmm. But you, you guys g- knew, like you just said, like back in yeah. August. So the plans, were you making plans already to find a new place as of April or even before that? We were planning on April. No one talked about moving out sooner. And we we were pretty on the same page about it. Like he was like, yeah, I have no problem, you know, looking for a two-bedroom place again. I said the same thing. And that was kind of the last conversation we had about it. Have you guys been looking together? We were looking separately. You were looking separately. And then he probably found a spot. And he probably Mm -hmm. found a spot that was just more suitable for him, probably within his price Mm -hmm. range or something that he could afford, right? Absolutely, which I think is fine, but tell me about it. (laughs) So why do you feel that he didn't tell you about it? I think he knows I would be upset about the situation. I kind of did him a favor by letting him, not letting him, but picking him out of the people to move in to this place a few months ago. So I'm, I think he knows he's kind of screwing me over when I've done him a favor. How, how long have you guys been living together for? Uh, five, six months. Oh, that's not a long time at all. Mm-hmm. So no. who, whose name's on the lease? Uh, my, my subletter. She's not like a landlord. But who did she make the deal with? You? Yes. And then you said, yes, I will pay this rent um, that you need and I will take on the responsibility just for your own self to find other people to live there with you to sort of offset the rent so you don't have to pay the whole thing. Mm-hmm, exactly. Okay. okay. And you've had how many roommates? I've had about five or six and it's pretty much been since 
just before COVID started. And how did so the, and, and, and what, what happened to those roommates? Uh, a lot of them lost their jobs or they had to move back home. They wanted to move in with their boyfriend. There was all situations okay. why they moved out. Yeah. Okay. So realistically, this is all on you. Mm-hmm. You put yourself in a position to, in order to sustain your life, you need to have people move in with you, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And you can have some sort of understanding. Was there, did you guys say anything when he moved in? Did you have a conversation with him to, that, that said, hey, if you do want to leave, this may not be forever, but I need, you know, a notice from you at all? That conversation didn't happen before he moved in, no. It did not. But okay. I think, my opinion is that I think he's giving you more than enough notice now like we're in January now, the building's being torn down in in April. I think he gave you enough notice to say, "Hey, I'm bouncing and I'm going by myself." Like this is your notice to go find your own place or figure out your own situation. Mm-hmm. Well, we only have to the end of February now, so mm-hmm. it's a little bit shorter. But I do understand what you're saying. I guess be, being in a time or um, having a deadline is worrying yeah. me. Yeah, when, yeah. I, when I I was prepared for April, and now I have to scramble for for February. Yeah, that's on that's on you. It's uh, yeah. I, I don't think that you really I mean, was it a kind of a jerk move that, you know, he didn't even say anything to you? Sure. Uh, but is this something that you can sit down and fix with a conversation or even need to have a conversation about? A hundred percent. No, sort okay. of. It's sort of your position. OK. Yeah. All right, Laura. Okay. Yeah. Sorry Sounds about good. that. Sorry. No, it's no problem. All right. Okay. All the best. All right, okay. Real quick, before we let you go, you got 30 seconds between Roz and Mocha. Who's your favorite? Roz. Oh, <laughs> it's not your fault. None of this is your fault. Love that guy. <laughs> That guy did you wrong. He yeah, did you, you wrong. I knew he was going to change his answer. <laughs> Thanks, Laura. Thanks. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. I want to talk food, and I need to get everybody's opinion on Good, this. Good, because I'm bloated today. Oh, no. What would you have last night? Tacos and fried chicken. Leftovers? or No. no? Ordered. Oh. Okay. Um, any leftovers for today? Just the gravy. <laughs> Hold on. You ate <laughs> You ate all the tacos and all the fixins, everything you ate. Yeah. And then all you kept back was the gravy? Yeah. Yeah. They gave yeah. That's all I was the only leftover I have because I ordered fries too. When I say tacos and fried chicken, assume French fries. Right. I know. Right? You order fries with everything. Thank you. On the side. So what are you gonna do with the the, the gravy? Obviously make more fries. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, which is not so, gonna help. Okay, so there was a survey done on the average person's weekly diet. I'm glad you brought up uh, oh, takeout. Hell no. Um because according to the survey, five home cooked meals is what people are saying. Three yeah. takeout meals, right. three meals out at a restaurant, like you can go, uh, and three leftover meals. And then the conversation switched because they wanted to try to get people's opinion on leftovers and like what the best leftovers are. Mm -hmm. And like the most popular answer, I don't agree with. And I have a very hard time with this. Question for you. Yeah. Um, Is this a question of what is the best thing to have as leftovers or what food turns out the best as a leftover it's just is what is the because i've because i have two different answers for this then okay can i tell you what number the, the the number one on their list yeah that i don't agree with yeah they say soups and stews okay so okay so here's my thing soup don't tell me you agree no 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 no, no. okay when when you were talking about leftovers yeah. right so like what food is the best as a leftover okay i will say soups because soups are better the second day Okay. Right. So well, what so what food makes a good leftover? I would say soup. What do I love to open in my fridge and see as a leftover would be pizza. 
Glad you said that because pizza is number two right. on this list, followed okay. by meat, pasta, and rice. What about, co- what about cold KFC? That's meat. I would. Say, I'm with you on that though. Cold KFC. Oh my god. Because like cold the cold KFC. skin. Ew. Don't say that, <laughs> okay. man. Just say KFC. Let me, let me turn Don't talk out. about having a fridge full of cold skin. Uh, <laughs> god damn, man. Shem and Ordipa, um, anything on this list that we didn't mention that you guys like as leftovers or that you What's the best leftover? Or, or disagree with? Um, I'm going to turn around and say, I, I like sushi. Is that weird to say? As a leftover? Yeah, I like no, it. Like no next way. day whoa, whoa. leftover? No I know. We, I know. We went into it. I don't know. I'm so sorry, Sham. Everybody in this room, we all just went into attack mode just then. <laughs> and I don't know why. It was very irrational. Because we're also so hostile over Tim. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous I, no, answer I with, skin. I agree with Shem. I've had leftover California rolls. No. No. No, but what about that is good? That doesn't sound appetizing at all. Well, you no. had it right then. No. No, because I think because you have to keep it cold, right? You put it in the fridge. I think yeah. the 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 rice uh, Do you microwave it? Get, no. no. The no. rice just gets too hard. Yeah. No, I don't know. No, no, I think no, sushi no, is no. like time of eating and that's it. I don't even like leftover pasta though. Pasta no? no, it's because it's never right. It's oh, like really, it. it's never sauce. Yes, pasta sauce. Yes, but cooked noodles reheated never turns out. Never, never comes out right. Uh, never. Deepa, best what about, leftover. What about um, leftover roti and curry? I love that. Like I'll yeah, eat yeah. a cold dal curry, yeah. put pepper sauce all over it, and just roll it up and eat that. Because to me, that cold, never goes bad. Not cold, cold. Yeah. What? what? Oh, you've what? never had it cold? No. Microwave. Heat that. Like heated up everything. Cold well, curry. To be honest, I'm lazy. Oh. No, like the curry I do cold. I, I do know. the golf. And you really did try and make it sound like a yeah. thing, right? You yeah. really did. You like, did your best. Does this, guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Like here's the thing. When somebody goes, "Oh my god, you've never had that," like that legitimizes it, right? But then, like two seconds later, it's it's just like I'm so lazy yeah. that I don't bother to heat up yeah. my food. Nachos. I thought people are in the same boat. <laughs> Most nachos? likely they are. No, yeah. Maury, I can't agree with nachos at all. <laughs> on a no. weekly, Matthew and I order nachos on Uber Eats and then have the leftovers the next day cold in the box. Like with the melty cheese and all that stuff? But it just on? becomes kind of like oh. hard, clumpy cheese. Oh, oh my Ew. God. Your fridge sounds like a nightmare, <laughs> yeah, man. That's An so absolute gross. Like nightmare. Bad. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Maury has the weirdest relationship with the guys from Queer Eye. Oh, okay. It's super weird. When's the new, Is what season is this coming up, Maury? This is season six. Season six. So Maury talked to uh, Jonathan Caramo and Tan from Queer Eye yeah. going into uh, season six. His favorite, um, who's your boyfriend? Anthony. Anthony was not there. Now, normally hmm. when Maury talks to Anthony, everything just sort of like devolves into chaos. Yes. Okay. I will say that there was more chaos with Anthony not present for these interviews. Is uh, Ant- Remind me again. Is Anthony the one that Maury bullied into following him on Instagram? Yes. Anthony then unfollowed Maury. And yes. when Maury questioned him... Anthony said, I was doing like a cleanse of my IG. Yes. And you were part of that cleanse. And then upon investigation, Maury found out or realized 
that he was the only person Correct. that Anthony decided to unfollow. Is that accurate, Maury? Yeah, the exact same thing happened here with our boss. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's quite. That's not the first time that's happened to Maury. Okay, so big, so like everything is awesome. Okay, yeah. uh, coming into season six, it debuts on New Year's Eve, New which is Year's really smart. Eve. Okay, so debuts New Year's Eve. So much to talk about. Uh-huh. Uh, here we go. This is uh, Damn It, Maury, with Jonathan Caramo and Tan from Queer Eye. Okay, here we go. I want to do this Yas off. We're going to go around. Let's just keep what? going Yas and see who just how uh, crazy no, I think, it gets. Can I just tell you what I think would also be fun? Yeah. What if we all do a Yas, but it's like whoever could do it the longest. We all have to take a, di- a big deep breath and whoever <laughs> One at a time. Oh, yeah, no. it'll be fun. Do you want it to be fun or no, not? Good. All right, here we go. It's the first ever Yas off. Who wants to go first? JVN, you go no, first. No, we have to do it together, Maury. Oh, There's no dice. Oh, you gotta do this. Chaos. Chaos. Who's left at the very end? Yes, you gotta okay. go three, two, one, and then we'll all start going. But we gotta take deep breaths to go, and then you're gonna go like this, and then we're gonna go on one, okay? Okay, yas off. Here we go. One, two, three. Yas! There's you cheated, Tim. I heard you stop yassing. I changed my key. Tim, Corey was right all along. We should have done it to a stop, to a timer individually. There is. <laughs> Who's that one? Who's that John Jonathan Van Ness. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a little bit there's, like your husband, Dan there, There's some poor engineer out there who worked on Zoom going, that is not what the platform's yeah. intended for. Come <laughs> 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 books be yelling out, yes. Uh, and I guess so, so Anthony shows up at one point in season six wearing chaps, leather because chaps, Because they're in, they're in right? Texas, right? That's, right? And that's where you wear chaps, right? Right. Okay, so a lot of chaps. You ready for chaps talk with the guys from Queer Eye Mocha? Yeah. There Tan, WTF, you had Anthony in chaps, but he was wearing jeans with the chaps. You as the fashion guru, you could have had those... (laughs) You, they, they could have been assless. We could have seen assless chaps on Anthony in episode was the three. Maury, all chaps are assless. No, but what I meant was assless. You wanted jeanless chaps. Jeanless. All chaps are assless. Right, but isn't the Listen term? To me. Pause for one second. Can we just please recognize how I have to explain to Maury chaps? I know. Okay. <laughs> yes, queen. Okay. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> could have seen assless chaps on Anthony in episode was the three. Was the three-minute gratuitous scene? of him washing his dog with no shirt on like lathered in oil not enough for you oh wow <laughs> scandalous no it was not <laughs> uh, I don't need to see that I'm really good with that he's worked on his butt a lot though Anthony would probably he's like to show really he's worked on his butt really hard however I will say it's still not a patch on mine but it is st- he worked really hard <laughs> and he did it's like no, he has. His like butt's like like really like muscly now. And it used to be like a smaller but muscly, but now it's like big and muscly. Which is really exciting for him. Wow. No, right. Damn. Okay. New season so, of Queer Eye, uh, by the way. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, New Year's this. Eve. New Year's Eve on, on Netflix. Yes, Outside Maury. of the assless chaps, it is an amazing season. <laughs> all all chaps are assless, for God's sake. Now we're going into season six. How long do you think the show will go on for how long why does everybody keep asking us that are we gonna get it are we gonna get it 
Is that what happens? I try, like, I thought this was a great question. Uh, <laughs> you get to six seasons, does every journalist just start being like, so, when are they gonna cancel your, what is it? No, we wanna do a little more. My question is, how long do you want the show to go on for, and how do you see it ending? Will you end on your terms? Yeah, well, I've already planned the ending. We're all going to um, kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> wow, damn. Look, I, as far as like terms and everything, yeah. terms, what's a term mean anyway? <laughs> on our own term. I don't, I just hope we can keep let's just, say, let's just say that we love the season six. We think people are going to love it. And I really pray we'll get a season seven. I'm all about yeah. like realistic goals. Thank you. And so we're really hoping that we can at least get to seven. I think that will be great. Okay, right, that there was we go. Jonathan Caramo and uh, Tan from Queer Eye. Uh, season six debut Friday. Friday. Yeah. Yes. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. My hands have been cold for days, you know that? Like everything else on my body is fine. Uh-huh. My hand because I just crossed my arms right now, right? Yeah. Like I'm a boss. Like I'm I'm about to scold you or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Or you're uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. Doesn't that mean like when you cross your arms, it means that you're uh well I'm always you're uh, uncomfortable. Yeah, no, but I'm always super aware of body language too, right? Uh-huh. When because when I sit across from people, like if I'm on TV or if I'm in the room here, like I never want to like seem like I'm reacting in a negative way to what somebody's saying, although oftentimes it is. Um, All the time. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I like to have my arms crossed, right? Which is, I know it's a very aggressive way to sit and have a conversation with somebody. Nobody likes to talk to somebody when they're they're sitting there and their arms are crossed and they're leaned back in their chair because that's what their dad looked like every time they were going to give them hell, right? Yeah. But I like to have my arms crossed, but my fingers have been so cold lately that my body is warm. But then when I put my hand, like when I cross my arms, my fingers on my biceps, like my fingers are cold. Like Can it's, you tuck... Can you tuck your fingertips under, like, your, your armpits? Like, my arm? Who sits like that? Right? Just a warm-up. That's weird. Just a warm-up the tip. Right? Just, can I put it in my armpit to warm up the tip? Yeah. Is that what you just asked me? Uh-huh. Yeah? I mean, I guess I could. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you say it'll help. Yeah, well, Shem is sitting there shaking his head or he's sitting there with a weird smile on his face. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I was taking out the uh, garbage recycling yeah. before I left today. Yeah. And like the, the tips of my ears and my fingertips instantly froze. Froze. Yeah. It was so cold. This is like pre-COVID cold. We haven't had it this cold since uh, before coronavirus. Yeah. It was like February or something like yeah, that. I don't like it. Hey, more get to your microphone. Um, you appreciate one of because, those. Uh, because the thing with... Uh, In one email we're talking... Maury. Jeez. What are you doing, man? I, uh, so many buttons. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Pressing all the wrong buttons. Sitting in there watching Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> That's what you're doing. <laughs> I think we don't know. There's lots to say. I know. I know. He's been watching television. <laughs> sinks, man. I know it's cold and we all just want to sit on the couch on our blanket and catch up on our stories. But you can't just sit in there and watch Shem, Jimmy Can you get me a cocoa? And just watch Jimmy Kimmel all, all morning. Uh, this is your first time uh, walking the dog in this kind of cold. Oh, we didn't. Oh, you didn't. <laughs> oh <my> God, <laughs> we we sat him down and we're like, yo, it's really cold out. <laughs> you don't need to go up. And what did he so say? So I walked him up and down the hallway instead. Oh, to try Wait, it. But what about like when he's got to pee and poo? 
Oh no, we take him down and we just go under like the awning or wherever, yeah. like just outside where there's no wind by wow. the garbage dump. I, for, first, Maury explains to his dog what cold is. Then he's got to explain to his dog what a UTI is. <laughs> oh <laughs> for, no, that's holding your pee for so dog. long. <laughs> so oh, you're not going. You guys didn't on. go for any sort of like evening walk or anything Hell like no. that. No, 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 no. Now, do you do you understand now when you like? Is this one of those things where you you realize that this is just one? one thing on the list when it comes to being a dog owner? Oh, Matthew last night was like, you're the one that wanted the dog. Oh, here oh, we go. <laughs> Meanwhile, Matthew is the one that allow uh, that will bathe the dog in yeah. the bathtub in the master ensuite. Oh, the same best bathtub that, that you're not allowed to use. They're yeah. best friends until days like this. Yeah, yeah. Until yeah. it's an inconvenience for yeah. Matthew. Yeah, yeah. Every, every small thing that you guys disagree about in that uh, in that condo, Matthew treats it like you've opened your marriage. You know what I mean? Where it's like it was your idea to bring him in our bed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everything is just so everything is just yeah, so yeah. over the top. Yeah, until, until it works for Matt, like in Matthew's favor, yes. right? Oh yeah, yes. then it's fine. Yeah. So you guys, so you're just going downstairs real quick, like just out the door kind of thing. We carry him down. Pee, yeah. carry him back up. Really, huh? Hold on, how old is this dog? You're still carrying him? He prefers to be carried. I saw, <laughs> I, I, I saw a guy. So I don't. I, I, every now and then, I think about getting a dog, and then I think about you know, don't do it, Maury, <laughs> walking around. And then yesterday, I'm driving down the street, and I see this guy walking his dog, and he's talking to somebody else, right? Uh -huh. And it's super windy. And this guy's standing on a street corner with his dog talking to some other guy. And the dog is like up against a light post and lifts its leg and whizzes on the light post. Uh -huh. But it's so goddamn windy that the dog's pee is just literally sp just spraying yeah, waves around. All, all over her. All before. over the guy. Yeah, that oh, happens no! to Andy all the really? time. It's spray. It's like the wind is catching it yeah. and it's like spraying all over the guy, That's like the owner. Though. Yeah, he's ignoring the dog. Right? Dog. Oh, Andy doesn't lift a leg. Andy squats down. So when surprise, it's windy, surprise. it sprays on his face. <laughs> 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 it hits him in his own face. Yes. Well, you got to explain that to him, too. Yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Seven-year-old Kalen Perk, a.k.a. Coach Cow from Lakefield, Ontario, went viral for his motivational pregame speech to the OHL's Peterborough Peets. Legends are made every day, and you could be one of the greats. You, you were the chosen one. You were the years in the making. So today, we work hard, get back hard, shoot hard, spread out. Pass hard. So get in there. Pa That's your puck. You want that puck. And shoot smart against Cranley. We're going to do whatever it takes to get the W. Now he's been making the talk show rounds, including a stop at Ellen's show last week. For 19 seasons, you have given your all on this stage. You danced hard, you joked hard, you laughed hard, you cried hard, and you gave hard. So when it's time to say goodbye and turn out the lights, just remember that you, Ellen, will always get to W because you have given whatever it takes to be you. So just keep working hard and staying positive and making people laugh because you are a legend. I have to say, I, I know a lot of fancy people. I know a lot of people, and, and what you just said to me means more to me than what I can possibly convey to you. That was the sweetest, I don't even know you, 
but you are just a special little being with such a big heart, and I thank you for that. That was the sweetest oh, thing. Thanks for being here. I'm so excited to give that to you. Just like keep looking hard, you're doing awesome for that 19 seasons. We welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show, seven-year-old Coach Cal. What's going on, little dude? Yeah, it's Coach Cal. Nice to meet you guys. What's up, little homie? I'm so excited to be here. Aw, dude, what time do you wake up in the morning? You sound more excited than I am, and I'm usually like a pretty happy, upbeat, excited guy. Um, I'm usually up around six something. I'm an early riser. Wow. How did how how does it feel being famous, Coach Cal? Um, well, I it feels pretty good, but like I'm still the same guy. I'm still giving speeches and I still love getting people motivated. And I just want to go in that room with those boys and give that speech and win the competition and it happened. So like I didn't think I would be famous. You've got to do a lot of really, really cool stuff over the last couple of weeks. What's been the coolest part of all of this? Oh, it's it's just like I love giving speeches and yeah. like um just when I went to the Ellen show, that's been that was a such cool opportunity to give a speech talent and just to really be on stage and talk to her. Because she's one of the biggest talk show hosts. I was so excited. That's probably when one of the biggest things in, in to start my new year. Now, now, Cal, Coach Cal, when you are, um, you know, at school or, or when you're doing your online classes, um, are you being asked by some of your friends to, to help motivate them to get through get through the day as well um well it's tough going through online because some people's not too happy i i um i gave like a speech for online no one wants to really be online but uh especially the teachers but i love giving speeches get people motivated and that's one of the good parts that i will get people motivated it's very difficult right now to find the motivation when it's been so cold oh out goodness, nobody wants to do anything we all just want to sit inside and hide like what is what is your trick to sort of get people or even for you to just stay so positive when it's so cold you don't like the cold weather for all of you having a hard time this winter just remember that winter is awesome we are canadians and we are born for this so get out of bed and make the best of it <laughs> Wow! I feel motivated right now, sir. That is amazing. Uh, So are you this positive at home as well when there's no cameras, there's no interviews, uh, there's no class stuff, there's no homework, and, you know, it's just you and your family, and you're just doing your everyday things? Uh, Are you, like, you know, motivating your folks to uh, continue with the cooking or get, you know, give them the motivation to to get the dishes done or get the laundry done? Are you doing stuff like that at home? Um, yeah, I always tell people... Get the W. So it's, <laughs> that's my that's my line now. So it's um, it's it's uh, so yeah. Basically, that that's correct. Get the W. I uh, listen, Coach Cal. It has been an absolute pleasure. We've had a lot of guests on the Roz and Mocha show, and uh, having you on this show just uh, it, it means the it means a ton to us, little man. So cannot thank you enough. 
for joining us on the uh, on the Raza Mocha show. You know what? Uh, Roz brought up a good point earlier, Coach Cal, just about the uh, the weather, the cold weather, and and keeping motivated. Um, is there anything that you have specifically for the Raza Mocha show to help keep us motivated during these times or get us through the day? Yeah, I can. But we all love the Raza Mocha show. It's been on for 14 years, and you may motivate Canadians. So get up and embrace the cold, because you guys are amazing. We are counting on you, Waz and Mocha. So go out there and get the W for all of Canada. Let's go, Waz and Mocha! There you go! (laughs) Seven-year-old Coach Cal, thank you very much for joining us on the Waz and Mocha Show. We know you got a busy day today. Uh, Get the W on that homework, kid. Yeah, thanks. Um, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited to get that speech to Take care, Coach Cap. Go get the W, buddy. All right. Later, dude. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So, did you have you seen any of this Benny Blanco, Charlie Puth, Billie Eilish feud that's going on on TikTok? What? No. So, I don't know what's going on with Benny Blanco and Charlie Puth, but it started on TikTok and they've been sort of going back and forth. And then Billie Eilish got involved in this where Benny Blanco. Has how do people know Benny Blanco? Nah, just a singer, like songs, yeah, right? Songs, and he was on that show, Dave. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see that show, Dave? I haven't. I heard it's really funny, though. Yeah, it is funny, but he's kind of gross on that show. But I thought oh, it was okay. just like a character that he was playing. Yeah, um, but he seems like sort of gross, I guess. Like I, I don't get him. I don't get him. And maybe this is like a performance art thing, and that's his whole deal. And you know who knows? But so Benny Blanco has been trolling Charlie Puth. On TikTok. Okay. So Charlie Puth always does these videos on TikTok where he says, hey, imagine if a song started like this and then he sings something Mm -hmm. and then he goes over to his computer in the next shot and what he just sang is like all programmed into the computer and then it becomes a song, right? Like it's sort of Charlie Puth's thing to do. And so Charlie Puth has been doing these videos for a long time. And then all of a sudden, Benny Blanco started clipping Charlie Puth talking about music and then talking like real, real trash to him. So listen to this. This is sort of where it's started what if there was a song that started off like bum 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 booth but what if there was a song that didn't start like that and so you quit tiktok and i could just go back to posting huge and telling everyone how i wrote every song 10 years ago wouldn't that be nice piece of Right. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. So, so this, so, so it was, and it seemed like it came out of nowhere. Right. Yeah. And it was going on for a while. And at first, like I said, maybe you thought that it was like performance art kind of thing. What, like you didn't know what was really going on, but then it didn't end. And then, so Charlie Puth then addresses it on TikTok and says this to Benny Blanco. Um, you know, man, these videos were really funny at first. Um, I don't exactly know why you've been so mean to me these past couple of months, but it does genuinely hurt my feelings. I used to look up to you, and um, I don't know where all this is coming from. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, so Charlie like, is Puth- Benny Blanco like upset that Charlie Puth is kind of going through his recording process, <laughs> like giving away know. kind of no. his own secrets? Because no. Benny Blanco, like he's a producer, right? No. And he works with other other artists. Like, is he this or is, he just like genuinely hates the guy? It's just sound. It's either a troll job, performance art, or he legitimately hates the guy. I don't know. So then, this was Benny Blanco's response to that video. I really don't know why you made. The- I know why I made this video because you're. A- loser pooth look at you you sit in a room all day and make tiktoks and tell people they're dude what the hell's wrong with you look at your hair it looks like you got a toupee or a wig on or something get a grip and get a 
right. Okay, I get you. I feel you. Right? Yeah. Like, that's a pretty big spoiler. Yeah. Like, an awesome one. Like, yeah. I'm super lit, excited. Yeah. Like, I may take off for the next hour so you, Dan Mori, and Shem could do the show together. Yeah. Okay, I'm down with this. Uh, and I'll go watch this episode. Oh, 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 I'm that's reading. I mean. I'm reading, too. Don't read. Yeah, Don't no, say anything. No, I'm All reading. I saw, was, I saw no, two pictures. No, 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 no. I just saw two pictures, and then I, I turned away. Oh, no. Don't read. Oh, Don't come on, man. Why no. are you going to do this? No. Don't. Oh, no. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I ain't got no problem with that. I hate you so much. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're going to love it. Shut up, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, you see why Kodak Black is trending? No. Okay, so Kodak, why would people know who Kodak Black is? Explain to people. Is there any way to explain to somebody who doesn't know who Kodak Black is? Rapper. Thank you. That's all I can say. Okay. So that's all you need to know. Sh- he's a shaking his head, no, you cannot explain why. No. Oh, all right, so all. okay, so Kodak Black. If you, I can give it to people. Maybe I have no idea what the man sings, uh-huh. uh, or what he's known for. But I will say, I the other day, uh, Drake was like giving him props. Okay, that doesn't help a single person. The reason you may have known Kodak Black's name was uh-huh. he was on the list of people Donald Trump pardoned. Oh, uh-huh, there you go. Okay, he's there you got go. he's got that in his back pocket, right? So he shows up at the Florida Panthers game last night. Okay. In, uh, I don't know where they do that, Sunshine Stadium or Sunshine Florida, wherever that is. Um, and he, NHL tweets out on their official uh, Twitter handle. Oh, hey there, Kodak Black. Because there's a picture of him like walking down to a seat, right? Yeah. And then like that quickly gets deleted. Why? So he was, I guess at some point, um, down in like a regular seat, like he had real like great seats, oh, and then it, wanted and then, to be one with the people. Yeah, and then I don't know whether he got bored, but then he went up into one of the private boxes, okay, and brought a woman with him, and there's video of Kodak Black and a woman, and the woman is like bent right over in front of him to get a closer look at the game. No, and he's like right behind her to make sure. She doesn't fall? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And his box is right beside the Florida Panthers owner's box. So the Florida Panthers owners are all sitting there with like their masks on watching the game. And then the camera pans over and it's Kodak Black and this woman, right? Oh, no. So just watching all the action. So people think Kodak Black got bored and went upstairs and had sex in one of the boxes. No. Right. <laughs> now, there is other footage where, you know, sometimes like you see those dance hall videos from oh, yeah, like, yeah, Jamaica yeah. and stuff like that, where there's just a lot of humping. Sure. Right. Yeah. There is another angle of the video where that does look to be what's going on, like nothing more than, I guess, innocent humping in front of 15,000 sure. people. Yeah, this but, game's so boring. Right? <laughs> Three hours? Yeah. Each intermission is 30 minutes. I, There's I, no I, action happening. I know, I know, I know. Um, that's one of the reasons why hockey will never take off in America the way they want it to, by the way. People will not <laughs> People will not tolerate three periods. People will not tolerate three periods. Yeah. At least it's, in basketball, yeah, in between half quarters. Time. Half time. Yeah, the, the biggest break you exactly. get is that half time. Exactly. So anyway, so Kodak Black is at the Florida Panthers game, gets bored, mm-hmm. goes upstairs, might have had sex in front of 15,000 people directly beside the owners of the Florida Panthers. When he was sitting in, like, general population, right? Yes. Was that woman with him? No, I don't think so. Oh, so I didn't. I mean, her? maybe she could be. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't like. I don't know Kodak Black all that well, uh-huh. but from the video I saw, 
it doesn't, doesn't it either. doesn't <laughs> it, it doesn't look like they needed to know each other right you know what i'm saying sure right watch yeah. the video right now find the video on twitter oh no yeah come on yeah just just look at kodak black on twitter it is crazy have you seen this Shem? no the, the the only reason why i said you, you look up the video let me talk to Shem. yeah oh i've yeah. seen a couple angles yeah um oh, wow. what are what are your thoughts well my thoughts are this like dance hall humping or oh, like it's, straight it's, up it's dance hall humping okay uh, for okay. sure and, okay. and if you the thing the thing for me is the woman is is dressed um not for a hockey game like, but it is florida though you can go to church in florida people aren't dressed for a hockey game you know what i'm saying like <laughs> oh my goodness yeah. okay so you're watching the video now yes yeah yeah right wow go panthers huh? <laughs> right but the, the, but the reason when the camera pans directly beside him are all the suits who own the panthers like they're right beside him in a private box. And you can just look to your left and see what's going on over there. Wow, look at Oh Brian, he's like a monk. He's never seen it. I'm watching like the broadcast here. Yo, all the owner the owners like quickly turn to their right, which is the opposite direction of where Kodak is. Yeah, yeah, they don't want a part of that. They're not gonna be the one to tell him to stop. So anyway. Oh, hold on. Oh, there's a next video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real wild. It's really wild. I've oh, never. They have their, okay, this next video I'm watching, they yeah. both have their clothes on. Yeah. Well, she has some of her clothes on. Oh, hold on. This is the Kodak Black video, by the way, the Florida Panthers game last night, where he went up to a private box and well, looked yeah, like only some with, of it. with somebody, and they were is like, they not? were just humping. I'm looking at this video. She's way like, too close, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so out. what have we decided? Just like dance hall humping? That's what that was going on it, up there. It, it is, and I have a video that's that's that seems like it's somebody filmed right behind them. Oh, so I'm looking at oh. it right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, gets more interesting. Damn, that is. Uh... That's a I, good job. How do you get that job, eh? No, how do God. I erase this from my feed? Oh. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So when you listen to our podcast at half speed, mm-hmm. this was accidentally discovered by uh, somebody who listens to this show, by the way. It sounds like we're drunk. Yeah. And some of the um, ridiculous conversations that we have during the show sound even more ridiculous when you listen at half speed. Mm-hmm. Super fan of the Razamoka show, Mr. Singh was listening to episode 134 of our podcast and submitted this to us to play for everybody. This is the time when David Mori was talking about uh, the one and only time he took acid. <laughs> I don't even know he took acid? <laughs> Maury didn't take acid. Maury, you took acid. Yeah, like forever. Not like while I knew you. You took acid? Yeah. yeah. How do I not remember this? Because you were drunk when we had this conversation. Oh, probably. (laughs) Four or five hours? Really? See, to me, that's too... That's how scary, man. Too much. I can't. Four or five hours? A lot can happen in four or five hours, man. No, it's too much of a commitment. What are you talking about? Like, I don't, like, I don't have, like, it's a, too long of, like, four or five oh, hours. Oh, like, you're to... so busy? <laughs> <laughs> you're so busy overnight. Between the hours 
hours of 11 p.m. and 3 a.m. You are so busy. No. I have no time to take ass. It's chaos. I can't take all this acid right now. Guys, no, I can't. I'm so busy. I just don't have the time. Oh my God. uh, You can find our podcast anywhere you get podcasts from. uh, Just search for Razamoka, hit subscribe. New episodes, uh, three of them a week. They'll automatically download to your device. You'll get that notification. And when listening to the podcast, if you hear something at half or when you hear a ridiculous conversation and you listen to it at half speed, feel free to send it to us. Uh, Send us your name as well so we can give you a shout out just like we did uh, with Mr. Singh here. And uh, and we'll play it on the radio. Uh, hey, Maury, I, I didn't. That clip was a disaster, by the way. I don't. I don't. I didn't. You're I, welcome. I, I, yeah. No, I don't know what I was listening to. It all sounded like we were dying. Uh, explain the acid thing so, to people. Like how to do it? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know what? Don't. Just don't. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Today, Roz is the uh, anniversary of the premiere. Of The Sopranos on HBO. <laughs> 23 years ago today, we were introduced to Tony Soprano and his family. Both families. 23? Uh-huh. Good God. Uh, six seasons. It lasted. I love that show so much. Never seen an episode. I can't believe, even no. at its height. No. I don't know what I was doing at that time. I was probably going through some really rough stuff in life. Oh, no, really? Yeah, you didn't need Sopranos. You don't need Sopranos in your life (laughs) back then. Um, So there's this book that was written by two people who who were stars on the show who actually now have a very popular Sopranos podcast. Yeah. Right? Where they give, like, in-depth, kind of deep dive. That's the deal now, huh? Like, all those old stars from those old shows, like the Office Ladies podcast with uh, um, Pam and Angela. Yes. And now the Sopranos guys. Like, you can be your your whole career when you land on one of these shows, yeah, man. especially when you have these uh, these shows that were were such an impact yeah. on on everybody, and they have all these great episodes that you can just go through one by one, and there you go, you have yeah. six seasons of, of podcast episodes, right? Um, so Michael Imperioli, who played Tony's ne- uh, nephew Christopher, mm-hmm. and then the bigger dude Steve Sharipa, he played Bobby Bacala. Okay. On The Sopranos, part of Tony's crew. Spoiler alert: ended up being his brother-in-law in later seasons. Right. Uh, this but, is before, after Tony died. I'm huh? joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert, sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, but one of the things that they, they or a couple of stories that they share, like on their podcast, but throughout the, uh, the book that they have, yeah. is how much of a nice guy. We've always heard this. Complete opposite from his character, Tony Soprano, James Gandolfini yeah. in real life, oh, was yeah. like People this love that too. super generous guy, yeah. big heart, always giving. And in this book, they talked about this story of how James Gandolfini once showed up by himself to a funeral for a New Jersey police officer that he didn't know. Mm -hmm. But the officer's wife reached out and said, hey, my husband was a huge fan of The Sopranos. So Gandolfini showed up to the funeral service for that. And people uh, told stories of how James Gandolfini in real life would anonymously give people money. Mm -hmm. He would help people pay off their mortgages. Wow. And even with the cast of the show, 
um, Steve Sharipa, one of the hosts of, of the podcast and one of the writers of this book, said that at one point during contract negotiations, James Gandolfini, and I quote, he gave us each $33,000 in bonuses to 16 of the Sopranos cast members after Gandolfini got into a contract dispute with H- HBO mm-hmm. during all of that. And all he said to each one of those 16 people was, thanks for sticking by me. Yeah, wow. Yeah, man, he was a great guy. His characters are such sons of bitches, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? You ever see True Romance? No, that's oh, a show that I never my. watched. No, it was a movie with movie? Uh, Patricia no. Arquette and uh-huh. uh, uh, I don't know what the guy's name is. The guy, the the guy with the... Uh, no, 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 the other guy. Christian Slater. Oh. Uh, but James Gandolfini's in that, and he, oh, play, okay. he plays a heavy. Like he plays somebody who goes to beat up, you know, people who owe him something or the people he sure. works for something. He's awful in that movie. Really? Yeah, he's so he does awful things in that movie, and you just like he's so good at doing that yeah. that these stories make it all better. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, completely. When you find out James oh, Gandolfini oh, in real life yeah. is like a big teddy bear. Yeah, man. Uh, but it was twenty-three years ago today that HBO uh, premiered The Sopranos and introduced. Is Tony Soprano to all of us. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life update. Daniel with the FML update. It's been like a year and a half since we talked to you. We are so glad to have you back on the show. Are we though? Uh, Daniel, I can't believe that we even did an FML with you, let alone having you back on for an FML update. Because just to remind people, your big dilemma in life was you were looking to sell. To, what do I do with my 200 DVDs? Right? right. Which, which in the grand scheme of life, as we know it now, is a very uh, small problem. So you wrote us this in your original letter, Daniel. I'm stuck on what to do with my DVD collection. Over 200 DVDs from the 80s and 90s. Uh, I was going to donate them, but now with shows and episodes being pulled from streaming services, what if I have some that could be worth a lot of money? Hmm. And then we reminded you that there was a guy in Winnipeg that had a DVD collection that was 17300 um, that he was looking to sell for $1 million on eBay. Uh, oh, and you also had a 300 person. This is like the, uh, you must be swimming. This is, if this isn't an aphrodisiac, I don't know what is. Um, you also mentioned <laughs> that you had a 300 DVD um, disc changer player, wow. right? Wow, enough to support all the seasons of Scrubs <laughs> that you had. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so what did you get from our conversation, first of all? Uh, so I pretty much got that. I just had I was sitting on junk. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh and correction, it wasn't a three hundred DVD changer, it was actually a four hundred DVD changer. Oh, it was a four hundred yeah. DVD yeah. changer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Damn, yeah. Wow. Okay, so we had said I know in, in, in all seriousness though, getting rid of stuff like that feels good. Like often just unloading something, regardless of what you do with it, whether you make a couple of bucks off or you donate it or you just, you know, give it away to, to friends or whoever, uh, it feels good. You feel lighter when you get something like that out of your life. Oh, right? wait. Didn't you? Are you the one that had like the um, series, the the collection of the Golden Girls? Yeah, yeah, I had a few boxes, not too many Scrubs, Golden Girls, and um, I think one other collection I can't recall now. Did you not try to sell? Like, you should have tried to sell the DVD collection of the Golden Girls to Damon Moore. He's like the biggest Golden Girls fan. Oh no, he did, he did, oh. but but I already have them. Yeah. Oh, you already yeah. have. Them. Oh, yeah. Okay. Go go through and give people some of the highlights of what you considered to be the uh, like the, the the sort of jewels of your collection. Paid in full. Belly. Oh, I love that movie. All the um, Richard Pryor movies. I had like all his movies. Hear No Evil, See No Evil, um, Toy. 
Um, I think those pretty much would be my classic. The, the jewels were all those 80 movies, like the originals, yeah. I would say. Um, like the director's cut or the, they call they didn't call it red tape, I think, back then. Do you remember the toy mocha? Mm-mm. No. Okay. So the toy is. Um, uh, Who's in that one? Richard Pryor. Okay. And so Richard Pryor is a. He works overnight shift cleaning a department store. Okay. And there is a super, super rich white family, right? Yeah. And like money, more money than anything else. And the kid is a brat who goes to military school. And this kid gets to go into the department store when it's closed and he can basically pick anything he wants and he has an entourage of people with him. And so Richard Pryor is in the store beside this giant thing they called Wonder Wheel. It was this big, round, inflatable thing that you could roll around in. And the kid is like, I want that. And they're like, okay, the kid wants the Wonder Wheel. He goes like, no, I want the black man. And he goes, okay, he wants the Wonder Wheel in black. And he goes, no, I want the black man. And then so they approach Richard Pryor and they say, hey, this kid who Richard Pryor was like, he needed money at the time. And then they they make Richard Pryor an offer to be this kid's toy and go and live with him. Movie? Yeah, yeah, and go. First of all, the movie is hysterical, right? Richard Pryor is so good in this movie, um, yeah. but so it's this guy's family rents Richard Pryor as the kids, and he becomes the kids' toy. Um, so basically, oh he can, he's like, "You can, you need to do anything I want. I paid for you." And then Richard Pryor, of course, you know, um, like puts the kids straight, and then it has this big sort of like lesson at the end of it. But yeah, the toy is when a rich white family rent Richard Pryor to be the plaything for their spoiled son. You know that's wrong, wow. right? <laughs> yes, it's I, very uh, wrong. I assume, Rob, I'm impressed. I, I assume people weren't like... <laughs> Like knocking down your door to get that movie. <laughs> so okay, so so uh, to, to to wrap up a boring conversation, uh, what, <laughs> what what did you what did you wind up doing with your DVD collection? Uh, so the, the DVD collection, I ended up taking over to Georgetown. There's a senior center there, um, so I kind of did it like jokingly. You gave old people a DVD collection? With, yeah, with, yeah. I called with... them and I asked, and they were like, "Yeah, we just leave it here, and they can come and rent them out for free, and then bring them back." And I was like, "Okay." With like Scarface and the toy. Yeah. I, Exactly, exactly. Oh, boys in, yeah, boys from the hood. Boys in the uh, hood? Yeah. Boys in the uh, hood? And <laughs> <laughs> old folks home, they're watching Boys I in the Hood? I probably love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my 400 DVD collection, someone bought it within like 12 days of me putting it on Marketplace. 150 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah, that's not bad. You made 150 bucks and made some old people happy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, so, uh, what a hell of an update, man! I'm so happy you you had this huge problem of uh, just having yeah. <laughs> having DVDs, and you didn't know how to get out from underneath that dilemma. I'm happy that uh, you brought it to us. I'm happy if we helped in any way, uh, and I'm happy to uh, I'm happy the old people are happy. Uh, I'm happy to talk about the toy with Richard Pryor. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm really impressed with that 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 tidbit of yours. You know, you know the toy pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Oh hell yeah! I've seen that movie a whole bunch of times. Uh, but yeah. Uh, congratulations, okay? Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> Love you lots, Daniel. You All take right, care, bro. Take care, Daniel. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. I want to get your opinion on this. Yes, please. Actually, hold on. Let me play something first. Gladly. Before I talk about this, I have mm-hmm. to play this. It's one of our one of our songs, Ross. Step one, you say we need to talk. He walks, you say sit down, it's just a talk. He smiles politely back at you. You stare politely right on through. Some sort of window to your right. Uh, 
Um, did you see the story that Grey's Anatomy was renewed for a 19th oh, season God, and Ellen bro. Pompeo signed on to come I back as swear Meredith Grey? <laughs> like, kill her already. Yo, kill her already. People were losing it on Twitter. Losing yeah. it. How is this show 19 seasons in now? Yeah. We're preparing for a season 19 or they've renewed for season 19. How is it that the Grey's Anatomy, and you of all people, one of the biggest Grey's fans that I know, has said for years, even though you still watch a show, has said for years that this show should have ended a long time ago. It sh- uh, and, and don't get me, and I come at this from a hard, like as a hardcore Grey's fan. Yes. Okay. Like I was a, I was a hardcore Grey's fan. I love that show. I sat and I was like super emotional and teary and everything else when they killed off Patrick Dempsey and all this other stuff, right? Like I bought into the whole show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never in my life seen a show that has run its course more than Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Like, the only reason to watch Grey's Anatomy now is is 100% out of habit because sure. the, the show is just not what the show was. And you watch out of habit, not because you... I don't. You... I stopped. Oh, you actually stopped? I stopped. When? Yeah. This season? No, I, no, I, didn't watch... I, did, I watched one episode of last season. Bit. I watched one episode. Sorry. I watched... Which was the season with no, the... No, sorry. Uh... Sorry. Two seasons now because I with watched... The dream sequence. I watched on the beach. Th- I watched in total about four episodes of their COVID season, uh, and okay. then and then the season before that, I didn't even finish it as well, right? Really? Um, and then for me, the the Which co- was the one the, with, when Patrick Dempsey came back. That was the, that was the COVID season, oh, okay, right? Okay, so I watched okay. a couple episodes there, um, but the the COVID season really just it was the nail in the coffin for this show. And they leaned just way to, it was the wrong decision to make sure. to, to have them go through COVID. They should have done a world where COVID didn't exist and they just should have continued on with the show and everything else that made that show wonderful. Um, uh, but they didn't. And Ellen Pompeo, like, my God. Yeah, like, somebody on Twitter said the fact that Ellen Pompeo could have spent all those years to become an actual doctor. Yeah. Like, I don't know what else they do to this woman on this show. Like, I was, I think maybe, like, if they, if she doesn't become an ISIS bride this season, then I don't know what they do because, like, you escalate the trauma, right? Like, you, it's, it's it's escalating it turns into homeland. Yeah, all it's, of a it's escalating trauma every single season. And so, if she's not like, yeah, if she's not like a, a uh, like a, a secret cell, you know, ISIS agent by the time that this, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Then I don't know what they do because they they don't go backwards on that show. And yeah. it would be nice if they did go backwards on that show. It would be nice if they made it about love again. If they made it about the relationships of the doctors and. Uh, you know, the, the young interns. It would be nice if that was the show, but they're just so far beyond that now that I don't know what else they're going to do to this poor woman. Uh, can I read to you two more reaction tweets yeah, from people please. when they found out that Grey's is uh, renewed for a 19th season? Yeah. Sandra Oh has already had 5,000 other acclaimed <laughs> series and Ellen Pompeo is still pretending to give CT scans on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> and another person wrote, Ellen Pompeo is a better woman than me because at this point I would have killed my character off myself <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and mocha show podcast here we go here we go yeah uh hey mocha uh-huh uh, look at the time are you ready of course let's do the news the Roz and mocha show podcast news break god damn bob saget died so sad yeah i love that dude a lot he was Everybody awesome did, man yeah so nice um, Do we know what happened? No, and nobody does. They he was at the he was in Florida at the Ritz Carlton Hotel in Orlando, and uh, I guess they they had knocked on his door a couple of times, and there was no response. And then somebody found him. He was, I guess, in the bed. 
um, passed away. 65 years old, uh, in a statement, his family says, we are devastated to confirm that our beloved Bob passed away today. Uh, he was everything to us, and we want uh, you to know how much he loved his fans performing live and bringing people from all walks of life together with laughter. Uh, though we ask for privacy at this time, we invite you to join us in remembering the love and laughter that Bob brought to the world. So the circumstances are still unclear, but they say uh, no signs of foul play or drug use mm. were found. Um, John Stamos tweeted, I am broken. I am gutted. I am in complete and utter shock. I will never ever have another friend like him. I love you so much, Bob. And uh, Suzanne Summers, who was on, uh, she did a, a couple appearances with him on uh, on the shows, I guess, when they were working together years ago. Suzanne Summers was uh, doing an interview, and she found out, like, during the interview that Bob Saget had passed away. We're joined again by Suzanne Summers, Three's Company star. And Suzanne, I, I can't believe that we have to talk about something really sad, but some breaking news out of Hollywood about someone you starred with in an episode of Full House. Star Bob Saget has died. This is a shocking loss. And I'm hearing it from you. And um, I, I would appear on his show from time to time because right next door at Warner Brothers um, was my set for Step by Step. And we would go over to the Full House set. It was kind of this wonderful thing that was going on at Warner Brothers at that time. I can't believe that he's so young. Mm -hmm. That's just, uh, mm -hmm. it sounds like a heart attack, but I have no information at all. So, so sorry. He was a great guy. Really nice. And uh, here's a little bit of uh, Bob uh, doing Bob things. Kids, I'm going to tell you an incredible story. Oh, the Danny story Tanner. of how I met your mother. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Bob Saget. Thank you, and a special welcome to our special one-hour special. This is a salute to Boneheads. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> one guy. All this when he was the, uh, the host uh, of America's Funniest Videos. America's Funniest Home Videos, no, yeah. Everybody wishes they could change something about themselves. Heck, when I was a kid, I wished I could have been more like that guy on The Incredible Hulk. You want to be a big green monster with muscles? No, not him, the other guy, the guy that turned into the Hulk. I never got to sleep over my friends' houses. Anybody get to do that? Yeah. You slept over my friends' houses? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, and, and the, the thing about Saget was it, people knew him from uh, Full House and yeah. from America's Funniest Videos. That's how a generation of people knew Bob Saget. But because the internet wasn't around, there was no YouTube, uh, and you were never old enough to sort of go to a Bob Saget show. But people were so shocked when they learned that Bob was actually like a real filthy comic. Oh, big right? time, yeah. And it was such a weird thing for people when they heard Bob Saget do like dirty jokes. Because you know him as like nerdy, wholesome Danny Tanner. Yeah. Um, I was uh, hanging one time with uh, somebody who worked on a documentary called uh, um, the, Aristoc uh, the Aristocrats. And Bob Saget's featured heavily. And The Aristocrats is this documentary about this one long-winded, filthy joke. And the director of the movie told me a joke that Bob Saget told him. Because mm -hmm. I, we had this conversation about how Bob Saget was actually a filthy comic. Yeah. And how everybody loves Bob Saget. And he told me a joke that Bob Saget told to him that okay. I swear to God, okay, you know me, right? Like I, I like will say anything. Uh -huh. I have never repeated what Bob Saget told to his friend. Really? Never. I've never, now, is this something I've that... never told the story ever. Has Bob Saget 
told this story on stage during no. one of his tours? No. 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 At all. At all. Ever. Oh. Ever, ever, ever. It this, was like for friends only. It was for friends only. It was something that, that Bob Saget said to his buddy mm-hmm. that his buddy then said to me. And I have never told the story. And I don't know if I ever will tell the story. Did you but draw like, a picture? Not, uh, no. Oh. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, man. All right, uh, Bob Saget. I know, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, R.I.P. Bob Saget. Oh, man. Um, let me read you some of these uh, reaction from people who knew him and loved him. Uh, John Stamos tweeted, uh, I am broken. I am gutted. I am in complete and utter shock. I will never have another friend like him. I love you so much, Bobby. Uh, Mary-Kate Nashley Olsen um, said, uh, Bob was the most loving, compassionate, and generous man. We are deeply saddened that he is no longer with us and that he will continue to be by our side and guide us as uh, gracefully as he always has. Candace Cameron Bure uh, tweeted, I don't know what to say. I have no words. Bob was one of the best human beings I've ever known in my life. I loved him so much. Dave Coulier said, my heart is broken. I love you, Bob. Uh, Pete Davidson. Um, said this, that uh, Bob was one of the nicest guys on the planet and that he helped him through some really rough mental health stuff. They used to talk on the phone all the time. Um, So he was in Orlando. He was at the Ritz-Carlton in Orlando. They found him, um, passed away in his uh, his bed, like his his hotel bed. Uh, He was doing a couple of shows down in Orlando and a... um, uh, Tim Wilkins was the opening act for um, Bob at those shows. Uh, Damn it, Maury talked to Tim as the news was breaking last night. How did you find out about this news? And, you know, I mean, you were just with him. And and that's probably what hurts the most is having just been with him and uh, just getting the news with a barrage of text messages. Uh, My Twitter started to go crazy. The text messages from other comedians started to come in. And, and it just stung. Uh, I, I, at first I looked up and it, it had been a celebrity hoax for the past five to seven days that had been dispelled on Friday or Saturday by one of the hoax sites. And then uh, someone that knew him well, I guess, had just spoken with his agent or manager and said, no, it's true. Jeez, man. I interviewed so Saget at the very beginning of COVID. And we had a great, like a really great chat um, for uh, ET Canada. And I think that they, they just reposted that, uh, that interview. That was the last time I talked to him. I talked to Bob Saget a bunch of times over mm. the years. But um, even during COVID, I'll read you this. I wasn't going to, but I'll read you this because Saget is such a great guy. So we did that interview and, and he had been doing a ton of press all day. He was promoting his podcast. And then after that interview, he found me on Twitter and uh, and he wrote me on Twitter and uh, like public or DM no DM me oh, he DM wow. me on Twitter and he wrote uh, much thanks Roz uh, almost felt like we were old friends crazy time in this world wishing you well Bob and oh. then I wrote him back and I was like hey man thank you you know I've been a fan a long time and then I was talking about how just rough COVID was on kids because Rox had just started homeschooling at that time uh, and then he wrote me back and he goes uh, thanks Roz uh, it's so hard for a kid to understand but sounds like you're a great dad and that's the deal i will for sure reach out to you when i'm in toronto can't uh can't friggin wait um all my best be safe and be well um Aww. but he was just like the boss right like he yeah. bob saget was uh bob saget was he was just uh he was just the best and nobody has got a bad thing to say about the guy um they they don't suspect any foul play mm-hmm. uh they don't they 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 didn't find any sort of like drug paraphernalia or anything like that so who knows what uh what killed bob saget but um 
yeah, 65 years old. Too young. Too young, man. Way too young. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. According to TMZ, uh, Bob Saget's cause of death might not be determined for weeks um, once they realized that there was no foul play or drug use. So they did the autopsy. It takes a long time, man. Um, law enforcement are working the case and the people there said that they saw signs of either heart attack or stroke. Mm. So because there was nothing else in the room, there was no signs of foul play and the way that sort of he was lying about, I think that he had one arm sort of over his chest kind of thing. Uh, law enforcement tell TMZ that authorities involved in the investigation say that the position in which Bob's body was found and lack of evidence uh, say that it could be yeah, heart or heart attack or stroke. And, um, Bob Saget was uh, joking just recently on a podcast, as of course you would, um, about uh, COVID and one, joking about dying of COVID hmm. and two, what it was like to sort of do these these last rounds of shows that he was doing uh, during COVID. It is not good. It does not feel good. I had it. I don't know if I had Delta or I, I might have had a combo. Maybe at one point they were working together. I don't know. Oh, I think Delta at the one point Omicron was opening for Delta, but then Omicron got so big, Delta's opening now. I'm going to entertain that audience to the best of my ability for what's there, for whatever's there. So if it's half full, I, I go, wow, that's disappointing. And then all of a sudden, 200 more people show up because they decide at the last minute, what the hell, when are we going to see Bob? You know, he might die from COVID. Let's go see him. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, last night on Jimmy Kimmel Live, um, Jimmy, very good friends with uh, Bob Saget. Remembered his friend this way. Hi. Before we start the show, before the audience shows up, I wanted to say a few words about Bob Saget. If you read anything about Bob online last night, if you saw any of the many thoughts from people who knew him personally, a word that came up a lot was uh, the sweetest. And uh, Bob was the sweetest. He was the sweetest man. Um, it, and the reason people wrote that is because it's true. It's the best word. If you had to pick one word to describe him, that was it, the sweetest. I have so many wonderfully kind and supportive uh, texts and emails calls from Bob. He always had a compliment. He would write sometimes just to tell me he loved me, and I know he he did that for many people. He was so funny, and I'm not talking about Full House or America's Funniest Home Videos or stand-up comedy or movies. I mean funny for real. Like when you walked into a party, you saw Bob and his wife Kelly in, in the corner, you go straight to them and stay for as long as you could because he had something funny to say about everything and nothing bad to say about anyone. Never. If there were people he didn't like, he kept it to himself. He was, um, unlike me, he was a good person. I was going oh, through emails man. with Bob, and some of them were just funny, but some were very serious emails about life and the well-being of, of our children and how hard it is to appreciate one of those without the other being just right. In one email, we're talking about our kids, and I have it here. He wrote, one night soon, let's go out and have some meat and some good damn drinks and talk about how lucky we are that we have them. We love you, Bob. Oh, man. And it's fun. It's, it, I, and I talked oh. about this yesterday. I, I, so I was dealing with DMing one time with uh, Bob Saget after an interview that we did. And th within like, you know, a couple of messages, the conversation was 
just about being dads mm-hmm. and what it's like to have kids and how awesome they are and how tough COVID was for them. And, you know, that is, I, I, I know that he played and had that rep of you being, you know, like America's dad and like the funny dad and all this stuff. But that was like, he lived that man. Like yeah. he loved, loved, loved it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Oh, did you see that clip of uh, Will Smith farting? Excuse me, what? So, okay, so this was from a couple of days ago, but Will, Will Smith, Smith farting. Well, because, like on purpose? <clears throat> no. For the camera? No, he's working out, right? Okay. So so Will Smith, remember when Will Smith over COVID, right? Gained a little bit of weight mm. and he had that like body and he was just so like, yeah, right? Slowly morphing into Uncle <laughs> Phil. <laughs> Thank you. Uncle, Uncle Will. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he goes and he builds this whole YouTube show where he's getting yes. back into shape and everything else. So he's like Mr. Fitness. He released the, the the memoir, everything else. So he's still shooting all of this stuff with him working out. And I guess he was down working out with the Miami Dolphins. Okay. okay? And he's in the Miami Dolphins training room. Uh-huh. And there's a full camera crew in there shooting him. And Will is like sort of on all fours doing those things that you sort of roll out in front of you. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. <clears throat> like his butt's in the air. And he's just like working out. Like yeah. really grinding it out. You're working right? your core right there. Thank you. And uh, so this is what they. This is what happened, and this is what they caught on tape. Training with the Miami Dolphins was going great until that morning coffee snuck up on me. Oh no, that's fantastic. And since we got our upper body, wait for it. Oh, sorry about this. <laughs> sorry about this. Excuse me. Oh, yeah, it'll happen. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Okay. You guys have, you have showers? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> showers. Wow. It's bad when you fart and then you have to have a shower. Yeah. <laughs> that was more than a fart, okay, so, so here's my question. Knowing Will Smith, right? Yeah. Like, if you... You are there and there's a camera crew and there's a bunch of people uh-huh. and all the attention is on you yeah. and you're working out. So embarrassing. Okay. No, here's my thing is I think that he felt a little something. Yeah. And I think he forced it. I think he wanted the moment. <sighs> Too risky. No. Too risky. Too risky. Yeah. What if more came out? Right. Maybe that's why he asked oh, for the shower. Like a shark. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That coffee kicks in, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it's bad. When you, when you, like, it's fine to fart, right? I guess, like, especially in public, right? But when you fart, then you have to say, hey, do you guys have showers, yeah. right? Like, that's, <laughs> a little that, that's a little, that's not good, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Did you see this, the uh, the John Reyes tweet? So John Reyes is a Manitoba. He's a PC party member, also the Minister of Economic Development and uh, Jobs. Um, Deepa, did you see this? Yeah. Okay. So let me just, let me just explain to people first. So uh, John Reyes took a picture out of his window. So he's looking down on the driveway Mm -hmm. and I zoomed past this because I thought the whole thing was a troll job. I laughed. I found it hysterical. Okay. So this guy tweeted, it's a picture of the driveway and it's covered in snow, right? Like Winnipeg snow. And there's a picture. It's just a, a shot of like somebody really, really, really small down below who's shoveling the driveway. 
right? Mm. And what he tweeted was, even after a 12-hour night shift at the hospital last night, my wife still has the energy to shovel the driveway. No. God bless no. her and all our frontliners. Time to make her some breakfast, right? No. So I thought, like, I zoomed past this because I thought this was a troll job. Because yeah. obviously, why wouldn't it be a troll job? But he's getting murdered. Also, it was uh, there was a low of uh, minus 23 that day in, uh, in, in Winnipeg. Wow. Um, so... It was cold, but uh, but no, people are like murdering this guy, like yeah. murdering this guy, because I think that he maybe thought that he was saying something nice. I don't know. I don't By know. By offering to make her breakfast, and the thing is, the night she before, she should be making breakfast first of all, right? You, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, I'm joking. Come on, come on, because that would have been the funny way. thing. Here's the joke, okay? If you can take a picture of your wife shoveling the driveway and say, "This is the joke," okay? You can say even after a 12-hour shift at the night shift at the hospital, what a woman she even has the energy to now shovel the driveway hope she has a little left for breakfast no! right okay that's a joke okay that's the joke but that's what i thought he was saying yeah right so i thought it was like a troll job didn't joke she didn't the wife also like we don't know i don't people there's a lot of people saying that that wasn't even a legit that wasn't no 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 because she no. it uh, the story is that yeah. the wife then tweeted out and said i wanted to shovel the driveway yeah sure i don't know deepa here i understand that because i understand sometimes perception can be wrong so <laughs> over the holidays we had the most awkward run-in with one of our neighbors because we like divide responsibilities up in the house right so for example the all always throws out the garbage i never want to do it then one day i was like hey i'm going to be the nice guy so i have like a pile of 20 amazon boxes that i'm walking out the house with and he has our cute little kitten in this carrier case and we're going to his parents' house. So I'm walking, all the boxes are falling and then all I hear is, hey guys, what's up? And I turn around and it's a neighbor that we've never met before. And he pauses and he looks at me with all of my falling boxes and looks at the law and he's like, is that your wife? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, So what happened? It just looked Did he like put the I, cat down and fight the guy? No, 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 no. It wasn't oh, like that. It was like, yeah. are you making your wife take all of these boxes on her own? And Thal was like, yeah, that's my wife. Today, it was my job to take the cat downstairs. I'm I'm <laughs> hyper aware. I am hyper. You guys have not been married this long. I don't know about you, Mocha, but I am hyper aware of any situation where things need to be taken from one point to another point because I never want to look like the guy who's using his wife as a Sherpa. Right. right? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, there ha you, you, you have yeah. to you have to know the optics of things. Carry Even this for me today, baby. My arms are hurt. Yeah. the neighbors don't know. The neighbors don't know yeah. if those boxes are empty or not correct right no. they have they have no they have no idea also who are the boxes addressed to Deepa? <laughs> yeah um they were all in Thalal's name oh. and oh. he has an addiction oh so i was carrying his boxes to the recycling oh. bin oh. but it's okay i offered that day i actually did but he looked like a little less wow. you, you just throw him <laughs> under the like you know what i mean it doesn't even have to be a like a like a real bus like, deep, you, like you know what i mean <laughs> Somebody could spray paint the bus on the side of a building and Deepa's tripping through the law as they walk down the sidewalk. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. 
Um, Betty White. So the cause of death for Betty White, according to TMZ, was that she suffered a stroke um, six days before she actually passed away. And oh, so wow. the cause of death was listed as a cerebrovascular accident, according to her death certificate, which is a loss of blood flow to part of the brain, uh, resulting in tissue damage. So it was caused by the stroke that mm. she had um, uh, six days before she uh, before she passed away. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, John Cena um, tells his origin story on Ellen today. Hold on. Wait, what? Yeah. So you sort of wonder what turned John Cena into John Cena, mm-hmm. right? All those All those years ago. And it was all based around this one Christmas when he was like 11 or 12. And and how this starts is he and Ellen are looking at a picture of him when he's young and Mm -hmm. he's with his dad who was dressed up in a Santa suit. So here is how John Cena became John Cena. So uh, I enjoyed Christmas like every kid, but this one gift when I was 12 years old literally changed my life. I was a skinny, scrawny kid, and I was really into Which hip-hop one are you music. There? <laughs> I am not Santa Claus, and check out that picture. Santa Claus, because Santa Claus only comes around on Christmas Eve, that's my dad. So I am like 11 years old sitting on my dad's lap, which there's a, there's a story buried in there somewhere for yeah. a therapist couch. <laughs> uh-huh. But my dad was such a convincing uh, Santa Claus. Uh, all of us, be- like he really did Santa's duty before Christmas Eve. He would come into the house around December 10th and make sure we were all good, naughty or nice. And then on the way leaving, if any of us questioned, like his, his outro was always go outside and you can see me take off in Rudolph's sleigh. And I'm from a small town where a neighbor's acres away so we would run out back and look up at the sky and see a plane overhead with a red light. And it was like he timed it like a genius. And we would always see the red dot of the guiding light of the plane and be like, that son of a bitch, he did it again. <laughs> and then at 12, he gave you? At 12, Santa gave me a, uh, a weight bench. And I literally assembled it right then and there because I would get picked on every day for the way I dressed and the way I acted. I was into uh, a different style of music. Um, and I just, I just got picked on for being different. And instead of changing to conform, I kind of turned my volume up. I wanted to be more me. Uh, and the working out helped me give the illusion that I could defend myself, an illusion that I parlayed into a career uh, as a WWE superstar. But it was just right then and there when I worked out for the first time. I was at 12 years old. I haven't stopped since. I'll be 45 in April. Yo, right? that is crazy. And you know yeah. what? It's so... It starts with I've, a weight bench. I've That's how it started heard. with me. I've... <laughs> <laughs> and look at you now. <laughs> look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> Small master. <laughs> Yo, I've never heard that story before. No. And I recently listened to like a three-hour podcast. Excuse all me. Three hours all on John Cena's life. Wow. So I know like everything about his life. I did not know that story no. about christmas um so here the, the the big question then comes up which is so so let me get your opinion first do you think john cena's done in wwe oh yeah you think yeah. so yeah he'll make like appearances every now and then just like he did yeah. this this past summer right uh he'll do stints but i think he's he's beyond wwe okay now. so here's he's, he's in hollywood here now. he is on ellen so i think everybody wants to know if you're going to go back for wwe for wrestlemania so uh, WrestleMania is usually in the, the cusp of late March, early April. Um, I don't know if I'm going to make it this year, and that's a, that's a good conundrum to have because there's a lot of good opportunity coming up. 
which I would love to take. And if all those things line up, I don't know if I'll be able to make WrestleMania. But I will tell you and everybody out there watching, I'm not done with WWE by a long shot. Uh, that's my home. I love it. I was able to go back. Nah. I was able to go back there this summer for a few months and uh, entertain audiences when they welcomed audiences back to arenas. So I'm, I'm, I've far from had my last performance. Nah. I you don't, no, you don't know? No, no, no. no. You don't want him back? Or no, I would love you, to see John Cena back. Yeah. But he's... He's Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Time to get into these questions that you have been submitting to us. Love this. Um, hi, Nadia. How are you? It's Ron Zamoka. Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. Welcome to the podcast. What is your question for the room? Um, okay, so my question is, what is something illegal that you wish was legal? <laughs> what is something illegal that you wish was legal? What's your yeah. answer first, Nadia? Um, so I didn't have an answer for a long time because, I don't know, I just couldn't think of one. Um, but I asked some friends and i think my favorite among their answers was to like run red lights when there's no one there <laughs> like in the middle of the night when there's no one and you just okay go. Sure. fair uh my answer similar to i mean it has to do with driving but like speeding like if all traffic is going let's say 120 on the highway yeah, right yeah and i'm keeping up with the flow but i know i could safely go 140 Right. Which yes. I have in the past. Right. Or if there are not as many cars on the highway and I could safely travel at 140, then I would like to be able to do that without being penalized. Right. That would be nice. There's a lot of things. I know Maury has a ton. We'll get to uh, mm. damn it, Maury in a second. I, I like there's there's some like sort of big practical things that may not be fun, but I don't think whistleblowing on your government should be illegal. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? Like, I don't think that you should go to jail for whistleblowing on your government when they're doing something illegal. Sure. Right? I don't think that that should be a crime. I don't think um, resisting arrest, like, I, like I, if you can't catch me, then I should be, like, good to go. You know? Right? right? <laughs> like, like, I don't think that should be another charge. Right. Like, I think that if if you chase me and I just happen to be faster than you and, you right? get away. and I get away, <laughs> uh -huh. if you get me again. Right. Then it's just that one single charge. You don't get to charge me for like running. But the question well, isn't what do you think shouldn't be illegal? It's what do you wish? Well, yeah, okay, sure, sure. But I, I wish, I, because I don't know, I would like to see that more. If it wasn't, I would, you know, I think it would see <laughs> a lot more. Because I thought you would say drinking in public. Um, well, no, because it is a lot of places, right? But uh, listen, I was going to get to that. Drinking in public is on my list as well. Yeah. Where I think that if I'm alone and or I'm with a couple of friends and we're all grown and nobody's doing anything and we're sitting there having a beer anywhere, right, mm -hmm. on a bus even, I think that I should be able after a long day, right, I there's there's a, there's a part of me that just like I wish we could just be a bit more French for God's sake, which <laughs> which is like if you're on the subway and it's after a long day and you got like 40 stops to go, I think you should be oh. able to reach into your bag, yeah. open a beer that you put in there in the morning, anticipating an awful day, and I think that you should quietly be able to just sip on a beer on the subway. You're not bothering. Right? You're not bothering yeah. anyone. But people become so judgy when they see that. Like there are people who will get off the subway, go to a bar and get loaded. But if they're on the subway and they see one guy alone crack a beer, they'll tell on you. <laughs> like they become, it's super weird. They become like super, like very, very judgy. Um, so there's stuff like that. Um, Maury, go ahead with a couple. Oh, counting cards. 
in, in, in oh, at a blackjack yeah, table, yeah. right? I don't think counting. Not that it's illegal, right? But uh, that's it's very but much again, upon. But again, that is like. But isn't that that's you, not illegal? That's cheating. It's not cheating though. There's no cheating to it. You're just good. Yeah. If yeah. You're that good. Wasn't it the whole yes. modern matchstick men about that being cheating? And, and you're uh, you're smart enough to to figure out the system or yes, crack the code. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Also, remember back in the day when people used to use radar detectors oh, in their yeah, cars, yeah, yeah. right? I don't think Yo, that that should have been illegal. My uncles in New York yeah. had like, because they used to travel up to, to Canada all the time and then yeah. we would travel out there. But every single one of my dad's brothers, yeah. they all had radar detectors yep. in their car. Yeah. Uh, Maury, go ahead. I was going to say parking wherever you want. Like, I don't think you should have to like get charged if you park illegally. Okay. Like, yeah. if you pull over on the side of the road, like, I once got a $400 once. ticket because I went in to get stickers from Michael's, the craft uh, yeah, store. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you parked in front of a what? Oh, it was like a it was like a handicapped uh, drop-off zone. <laughs> right. Yeah, that should be illegal, 100%. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, but I didn't Your see the sign. Your car got towed. I yeah. didn't see the sign. Yeah. Oh, you, can I tell you what I, like, I because I did this the other day, too, what? right? I'm sorry. This new thing of family parking, uh -huh. get bent. Okay, okay, why? Because now every single parking lot everywhere, the first like twenty rows of everything it's are all 20. are all reserved for it's other for, for other things. You're being so it's dramatic all, it's right it's now. It's all curbside pickup now. Yeah. All the spots are numbered. Uh -huh. Okay. It's the expectant mothers. Uh -huh. It's the disabled parking yeah. and family parking. Yeah. Get bent. <laughs> family parking. It's true, you pal. Yeah. I, I'll tell you, we took advantage of that family parking. I took, Absolutely. I took advantage. I took advantage. Family, I took advantage of it the other day alone. <laughs> I will. I'll park. In, I'll park in family parking, uh -huh. right? But Catherine will like park in spots that she's not supposed to, and she'll be like, "I'm just going to run in real quick." And I'm like, "Babes, you can't stay here. Yeah. I can't get a picture of me taken in like in a car parked you're, in." You're okay with your picture being snapped, hopping out of the car when you're parked in family parking? I have a family. No, but you're alone. <laughs> so. But it doesn't say you have to be with your yeah, family. Yeah, there's no stipulations. But yeah, right? it's, you're there with your family and, like, a young child. Nah, who cares? I have, like, what's young then? Do I get a 12-year-old? <laughs> She's tall enough on, to drive. Anything else on your list, Maury? Oh, I was going to say, I should be allowed to take pictures of men in a change room. <laughs> wow, wow. Oh, God. Wow. You know what? You know what, No, Mocha? it said what do you wish wasn't illegal. Don't right. judge me. Okay, okay. Wow. I mean, you're right. You're right. Yeah, but... Don't encourage him now. Yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, Mocha, you, you have not learned the lesson, right? You, I have. I've learned this lesson. I learned this lesson years ago. Which is? You still have not learned it, which is I will never say and stop saying years ago. Uh, anything else, Maury? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you perv. Yo, Natty, I love you lots. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And just before I head out, I wanted to thank you guys because listening to the show helped me get through, like, a really rough time I was going through a couple years ago. And you guys are awesome. What were you going through? Um, I was going through a mental illness that I had no idea I had, and it was, like, destroying me. And I just, I didn't think it was a mental, I don't know, I just, what I didn't it? know I had it. What was what it? What was it? Yeah. It was a form of OCD. Yeah. Oh, really? OCD is messed up. It is. Like, I had no idea what, what OCD actually was. OCD about? Oh, my God, everything. Really? Yeah. Like, it, it was literally just, like, an overwhelming anxiety about mm -hmm. literally everything. I was convinced that... If I stepped in people's shadows, I would get, like, their bad qualities. And, like, mm -hmm. if I would, um, oh, my God, what else? There were so many things. If I looked at a certain spot on the wall, then someone in my family would die. Mm -hmm. Oh, my and, God. Yeah, so and, like, it, it was, was more, stuff it like wasn't, that all the time. It wasn't, like, uh, making sure that the lights are off in the room that no. you just left or, like, making sure the doors were locked. 
checking that no, like so a thousand it would times. Be like, it would be like I would look at something and I would get a thought in my brain that would just get popped out of nowhere. They would go, oh, if you don't touch the doorknob in a specific way, then your aunt is going to die in this really horrific car crash. Yeah. And then oh I'd be God. like, well, great. I guess now I have to go touch this doorknob. It's uh, the best way that it was explained to me, okay, when it comes to anxiety, whether it's OCD-induced anxiety or any other sort of anxieties, right? is the way that you can sort of wrap your head around it and the thing you can say to yourself in the moment is when you start telling people that you have these things or that you're going through anxiety, right? The, 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 they, they try and sort of talk you down and they do their best to relate, but they also know that it's a bit nuts, right? Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and it is, it is fully. Um, but the best way that it was explained to me, and I would say that the next time you're going through any sort of like moment of anxiety is to think of it this way, which is don't do away with the feeling. So you just say to yourself in that moment, right? Accept this. The feeling is real. That's not BS, okay? The feeling is 100% real, but the reason is not. Yeah. Right? So it's a way to deal with the irrationality of anxiety oftentimes where the you feel this and you're like, what I'm feeling is real. Like this is not made up. It is not like it's, it's, it's not induced by anything. It is actual. I'm freaking out, losing my mind, can't breathe anxiety. The feeling is real. Um, but you just have to, to realize that how you got to that place, the reason behind it is oftentimes not. Yeah. And that's actually what treatment for it is. Treatment yeah. for it is exactly that, is recognizing that there's no foundation in it and to yeah. just kind of like to hear the thought or see it or whatever and just kind of like ignore it and not react to it. Yeah. And then over time they get less intense and it was so hard at first, but it, it got a lot better yeah. over time. It's very difficult. And uh, you're, you're getting, you're getting help for it and, and all that right now. Yeah. I, oh, okay, good. I started taking medication, which I, again, I didn't know I had a mental illness, so I didn't think meds would actually help. It's like, Oh my God, meds are life changing. Like, they help you help yourself, and I just it just gave me that extra boost that I needed to really finally get better, and mm -hmm. I like have my life back. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, and so and so, what you would listen to this show during all that? Yeah, because there was a point. It happened literally coincidentally right around when COVID started. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, yeah, there was just like a specific trigger that just literally made me have like basically a mental breakdown, mm -hmm. and I just I couldn't. It was it was so bad. I had so many panic attacks all the time like I would wake up in the middle of the night having a panic attack I would I would look at I would look at my closet door and get a panic attack mm -hmm. I would step on the stair a certain way and get a panic attack like on, it was insane and so listening to the show was like such a good distraction and you guys would actually make me laugh when I was in the middle of like one of the worst times of my life mm -hmm. it was it was really great and I just really appreciate having you guys there even Aww, though it was just like yeah. a podcast you know but still well, we love you lots. Uh, it sounds like you're in a better place. It sounds like you're happier. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Well, you're the best. Thank you so much for your so, love and, and, and your support of the show. Thank you. And, and, just, and to, just to clear things up, right? Um, yeah. Like that shadow did not kill your aunt, right? <laughs> well, you know, she actually did get an accident a year later. Oh, oh shut geez. up. Don't, don't start putting that in your head. Okay? That's how, don't start thinking of that. You should have just said <laughs> bye five minutes ago, Nadia. <laughs> have a good one, girl. You do things. Bye, love. Bye. All right, Elisa uh, Marie asks this question, okay? Yeah. Between these two superpowers, which would you want to acquire? Here are your options. Okay. Number one, 
be able to speak, write, read every single language in the world or teleportation. Out of those two, which would you like to have? What kind of lame ass would say read and write any language in the yeah, world I when teleportation's the, on the table? The obvious answer, I believe, is teleportation because that's my answer. Right. Because yeah. we, I always say this. Um, Maury, what's your answer? I was going to say to be able to speak. Read, write, <laughs> again, again. What because kind I of want absolute... to be able to hear what Matthew is saying to his best friend wow, when they're talking wow. on the phone. That's it, huh? Yeah, but, but you know that they're talking about you. That's why I want to understand <laughs> it. And then I can speak it back. Yeah, I always think, well, how, what, how can I monetize these superpowers right because I, I am more like the boys on amazon prime than i am the avengers sure. right if i had a superpower i'm going to try and figure out how to monetize it um teleportation you can is far more lucrative than learning how to read and speak portuguese i'm sorry maury um, <laughs> um what do you think by the way so maury has a uh, maury's husband uh damn it matthew matthew um, has a best friend, and they sit on the phone and they gab to each other in Portuguese uh, all, night. all night. And it drives Maury crazy because Maury's convinced that they talk about him, which of course they are. But Maury, what do you think they're saying? But I can understand like some of the words. Like um, sometimes they go korish, which means idiot. <gasps> no, shut up. <laughs> Stop it. Shut up. So, I'm, I, so I come out with my hands on my hip going, korish, really? Really? Who's an idiot? Yeah. And what does he say? Anything? We're not talking about you. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, oh, okay. yeah, they're yeah. Fully talking about you. Fully talking about you. <laughs> fully. Fully talking about you. God, that would drive me yeah. crazy. I know. That would drive me crazy. Like, and especially when it's hours. It's not like a quick chat. No. It's hours. Yo, wasn't there one day last month? Didn't you come in here to work and you said that when you went to bed, Matthew was on the phone with this person. And when you woke up, <laughs> he was he, still he on had, the phone. He hadn't gone to bed because he was still talking to he her. He was still on the couch yapping <laughs> away. Wow. Wow. I don't know what I don't know what I would do. When's the last time Matthew has sat and talked to you for hours? It's never happened. Oh my god. <laughs> Solid. Be, Solid marriage. I, I would be. <laughs> That's when you know he only loves you for your body, right? I guess there's a plus side to this, Maury, oh, no. right? It's not for my money. No, so it's wrong. not your money. It's not your money, and it's not your mind, right? So it's got to be your body. You should feel pretty good about this. See, 7.5. I'm a 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, okay. Why else would he sure. be with you? Uh, the RDH coordinator asks, what's something like a piece of clothing, a pot, etc., <laughs> that you've had for many years that you refuse to let go of. Oh, easy. The brown spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it brown? Ew. Ew. It's a, the handle is made like out of the Shem, Shem looks like he's going to vomit yeah. right now. Do you now. mean like a wooden spoon? No, it's the handle is made out of cork. And that was the spoon that I had like when I was like a, like a baby when I first learned to hold the spoon. So it's in the cutlery drawer, and it's you're not allowed to use it. So I always, you know, if there's all the other dishes are in the dishwasher, I yell, "You don't use the brown spoon." <laughs> why don't you just like put it away, like in a yeah, box? Like or why something? don't you put it on a shelf? Why is it in there, mixed around with the cutlery? Because that way, at least I know where all where always where the brown spoon is. All right, uh, Shem, what do you do? You have anything, Shem? God, sorry, I'm so disgusted by the brown spoon. Yeah, I know it just sounds awful. <laughs> you gotta so call nasty. it something else. You got like even if you had to get cute. No, but when I was a kid, I called it the brown spoon. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't know if this makes me even actually more nasty than Maury. I used to have this like six foot teddy bear that I had like when I was a kid that I used to love and play with all the time. But do you still have it? Yeah, I do. What's his name? Oh, I do. Uh, Jerome. Jerome. Yeah. 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 You know what's so? You know. You know. You know. Jerome. Jerome. You know what's so? You know what's so funny is that like you know 
you know, young, like when you're a young black kid, you know, you, you sort of tend to give your stuffies names. And I hadn't even thought about this, like, like me as a white guy, the names that I gave my stuffies when uh-huh. I was a kid, right? So your stuffies name was what, Shem? Jerome. Mine was Herbert. <laughs> 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 no, stop yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they would have got along great, yeah, right? You know right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Jerome and Herbert oh, out for the day. Oh, my God. Uh, do you have anything, Mocha, that you had when oh, you were like man. a... From when I was a kid? I don't, I don't know. know. I kept, Read I kept... the question again. Read the question. I think Maury soiled the question. What's something that you've had for many years that you refuse to, to let go of? Okay, so not you don't have to be from when it you were a kid. It doesn't have to be from when you no. were a kid, but right. for many years. Like, I have still... Um, a bunch of like concert tickets and like movie stubs, um, uh, airline really? tickets from yeah. places that Jen and I went to, yeah. uh, have done together. Even like, you know, when you go to a hotel and they have like the, the, the key card, the yeah. hotel card. Yeah. So I would write the dates that we were there right? and I would hang on to those. So a lot of that stuff, um, stuff that I've kept. Um, that I'll never get rid of. Like, I've got, like, special edition, like, Jordans that I, I won't ever wear or part ways <laughs> right, with. Right, right. Um, I have my bus else? ticket collection that I will never get rid of. Bus ticket collection? How many buses were you taking? When I was a kid, and I used to, every time they came with a new color, I would keep one. So I have a collection of old bus tickets. Wow, you're so cool. <laughs> 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 uh, for me, I have, like, old boots that I don't, that I don't get rid of. Yeah. Stuff like that. But I'm not, like, a real pack rat. Like, to me, all that stuff is garbage. Like, Catherine keeps flight, uh, like, airplane tickets and stuff like that. To me, they go in the garbage before I even leave the airport. Oh, wow. Like, boarding passes and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I keep none of that stuff. I have very little sentimental attachments to anything. Really? To re- I really, yeah, yeah, I really do. Like, I'm not, I like the way things are, and I hate most things, uh-huh. right? But uh, but I don't have, I'm not sentimental about something. I've never held on not to something. Not even things from, like, from when Roxy was a kid? No. Like, if she made you, like, a card or anything like nope. that? No. Really? We keep it. Catherine, Catherine keeps all that stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Catherine keeps all that stuff. But I, I've never been like, oh, my God, we can never get rid of that. Yeah. I don't have those, I don't have those feelings towards Oh, things. I have Lionel I'm Richie's not like, um, sweat I'm, towel. I'm not like, uh, I'm not like Jerome and the Brown Spoon, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's the, the new bedtime story. It's going to terrify your children. <laughs> okay, um, let's see here. Emily Sarah Brun. We'll end on this question from Emily, okay? Yeah. What's your favorite part of showering? Because mine is when I get to squeegee the shower after. I imagine uh, I imagine it's similar to the satisfaction you get when you mow your lawn, Roz. No, it's not. Um, I, first of all, I don't squeegee the shower. Uh, if I go to somebody's house, like when I went to Catherine's uh, mom's place, right? We were out there for the holidays. They're, they have a squeegee in the shower, mm-hmm. right? And I've been to other places where they have a squeegee in the shower. I'm sorry, that's your job, not my job. Oh, wow. Okay. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I'll, t- I'll use your shower, but I'm not going to clean your shower. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to squeegee your shower. Okay. Right? Then you can do that when, when company leaves. Yeah. Right? That's like, that's like me. That's like if I walked into the kitchen and the mop was just sitting there. Right? And then I had to oh, like. Oh, yeah. And like, then I wouldn't and, expect you right? to mop on the floor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right? Like, <laughs> like after I'm not, dinner and stuff. Yeah. I'm not. Like, I'll, whatever I use. Like, I'll put the dishes away. I'll do all that stuff. Sure. I'm really, really good with, with, with those types of things. Right? But I'm not going to. I'm not going to squeegee somebody else's shower. Okay. Because I don't squeegee my own shower. So what's your favorite part of showering then is her question. Oh, not squeegeeing. Uh, oh. My favorite part of showering, I shower very quickly. I uh-huh. don't, I have no, I don't relax when I'm in there. I wash one, two, three things, and then I'm out. 
Really? Yeah. Um, my favorite part is washing my face. In the shower? Really? Yeah. I wash my God, face in the shower. That's yeah. super weird. I started what? doing that. Yeah. What's and wrong with that? When do you wash your face? Oh, I don't, you never I wash don't, your I face. don't wash my face. Yeah, yeah. 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 With yeah. the uh with like uh face wash and whatever. Yeah. I love. Yeah, love. You do, get all huh? scratch all of my beard, really? get right down into the skin. Really? Yes, I rinse everything. So so face washing is your number one thing that, yeah, that you yeah, love yeah. in the shower. More yours? Oh, when the heat hits my butt. Yeah. What? When the heat, like when the as soon as I step in, yeah, and the initial when the I guess the hot water sort of goes on the that back part, the lower of my you, back, top you, part of my butt. Do you get in and let the water hit you in the front first or in the back first? In the back first. Yeah, me too. Mm, what do I do? Uh, yeah, back first. Back first. Chem? So, um, oh god, I'm trying to think. Uh, front, front, front. Yeah, front. you let it hit your chest first. Absolutely. Yeah, no, really. I let yeah. it soak my back first, yeah. and then I turn around. Yeah. Now, when you um, uh, do you rinse your hair at all, Chem? I do, yeah. You do. I mean, I don't, I don't have a ton of hair, but I still have a scalp. And okay. Got it so, so when you rinse your hair, so this is my question, right? When mm. you're in the shower, and maybe it's because I got longer hair than you guys, um, but when you rinse your hair, when you, so like if you wash your hair, mm-hmm. right? So like you put shampoo in your hair. Yes. It's time to rinse your hair. Yes. How do you rinse your hair in the shower? Uh, I stand facing forward. Yeah. And I close my eyes. Yeah. And then I let the water hit the top part, and then I slowly tilt my head forward okay. yeah. so wait a second so is the water coming at your like are you facing the faucet yeah so it's you hitting are. like where my my forehead okay and i slowly tilt my head forward while i push with my hands both yeah. hands on the top of my head push everything back okay shem how do you rinse your hair yeah same as mocha i stand in front the water yeah. comes down hits me and yeah. i kind of scrub and scrub 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 and then let it with uh, all the shampoo same out. thing maury absolutely so i have my back to the shower when i'm rinsing my hair mm-hmm. what right yeah so i'll do my hair and then what i do is i tilt my head back oh wow so majestic and then and then that way when the water is hitting me it's not hitting my face so it comes down and it just gets the top of my hairline and wow. then everything just drains everything just drains to the back everything and anything to avoid any water touching your face <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you do that because that's how they do it at the salon? No, you're so committed to not washing your face. <laughs> that I don't even. <laughs> that could be it. Also, yes, more because I like I like the feeling of having water run the other way as opposed to running down my face. I don't like it. I, I like it. I'll let it. I'll let it run off the back of my head, but I don't like it when it drips down my face. <laughs> Uh, thank you for all your questions. Keep them coming in. Uh, your comments. Uh, you'll find us on Instagram at kiss nine two five. That's where we post. Ask Roz and Mocha, and uh, this is where we get your questions from. Thank you very much. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from six to ten on Kiss ninety two five. Kiss ninety two five dot com or download the Kiss ninety two five app.